for downloading the Preston and Steve podcast from WMMR. It'll begin right after these words. Attend Villanova University's graduate open house on Tuesday, October 20th. Villanova offers graduate programs in business, engineering, nursing, law, and liberal arts and sciences. Attend the open house and they'll waive your application fee. You're listening to Preston and Steve. MMR rocks now. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is the first day of October. And good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A second powerful earthquake rocked western Indonesia on Thursday as rescuers struggled to reach survivors of the previous day's quake, which killed more than 500 people and left thousands trapped under collapsed buildings. The death toll from Wednesday's 7.6 magnitude earthquake off Sumatra Island was expected to rise as rescuers dig through the rubble, sometimes by hand in heavily populated cities. Those are two mofo earthquakes. Yeah. yeah. Like the San Francisco, the famous San Francisco earthquake was like 7.5, this is a, that, and then there was one that was an 8-1? Uh, no, well, the first one was 7-6. The latest was a 6.8. Oh, okay. The 8-1 was, uh, was the um, uh, the tsunami. Tsunami. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, the latest 6.8 magnitude quake damaged hundreds of additional buildings and communications re- uh, remained cut in some areas. A total of 529 people were confirmed dead and 440 were seriously injured. Uh, thousands were believed trapped. Their president ordered the military to deploy all of its crisis um, and military will provide earth moving equipment uh, to clear the rubble. At least 500 buildings in the city collapsed and were badly damaged in Wednesday evening's quake, which also set off fires. Wow, so there's uh, a yeah. Of, uh, global activity going on. Uh, yeah. it, it does happen once, like volcanoes are more likely to uh, to explode, and and uh, they, they call it the ring of fire. So yeah. once activity starts up, it tends to go around the uh, the world along fault lines. So we're all dead. Oh, great. Yeah. It's good to know. I just bought a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> God doesn't care. <laughs> Police say a number of dead cats and dogs were found inside a home in Philadelphia's Port Richmond section. SPCA officials were called out to a house on the 2500 block of Monmouth Street on Wednesday afternoon for an animal cruelty investigation. The homeowner, 65-year-old Virginia Wetzel, uh, went had already had a warrant out for her arrest for uh, failing to show up in court on animal cruelty charges back in 2005. She's one of these hoarders. Yes. And I think once you have to start stacking dead cats, yeah. it, it, it's time to stop taking them in. Get a broom. Yeah. This is disgusting, though. Um, well, now she's being charged again on multiple counts of animal oh, cruelty. Oh, behind the pile of dead cats. <laughs> in this case, wait, well, Steve, they said the smell inside the home obviously was so unbearable that animal rescue teams had to wear masks. Authorities say that there were 19 animals running around the house, 13 cats and 6 dogs. They also found the skeletal remains of 3 dead cats and a dead dog. Jeez. Uh, the upstairs middle bedroom housed about 5 cats and there was feces, they said, over a foot deep in that oh, bedroom. Oh, a foot deep? That covered the entire floor. See, now I have feces a foot deep, but it's my own. Right. Yeah, it's That's not different. my animals. I clean up after them. You ever, you ever, like, you know, been driving on a road and you will smell obviously a dead animal that's yeah. not too yeah. far off the road, and it's just as pungent as you could possibly believe. That's in the open outdoors, and that's probably one dead raccoon or something. <laughs> you can like drive that. down the Blue Road or drive down a highway, and yes. you'll smell it as you're going sixty miles an hour. Right, it'll cut through everything. But to be inside an enclosure where there's multiple dead carcasses. <sighs> Is, I, I, that's got to be almost noxious, I would think. Good place for a stick up. Sure. Well, and did you ever have like a, you know, like like a dead mouse or, or yeah, something? Yeah, keep it in my pocket. No, but something small. Lenny. Just like Lenny from Advice and Men. Something Soft. small in your house and it stinks. So yeah. to have multiple rabbits, cat. dead yeah. cats and, and a dog, oh, I mean, that's a large animal. And wait, Kathy, was this in a row home that this happened? Uh, it was in Port Richmond, so I would think so. So the neighbors must have well, you know, caught the, wind of it, yeah. so to yeah. speak. 
neighbors said that they had How's, been... Uh, how the, the cats going? <laughs> well, neighbors say that there had been smell emanating through the neighborhood for some time, uh, but they couldn't figure out what it was. Authorities call this a classic case of animal hoarding. Uh, neighbors say Wetzel had been living in the home without any utility service since her arrest on animal cruelty charges back in 2005. Authorities say the house is unlivable and it is to be condemned by L&I. Well, they, they start off with the best of intentions and then it gets away from them, you know? Yeah. Way away from them. Way, <laughs> way away from them. The suspect, uh, a suspect is in custody after causing a scare by bringing what turned out to be fake grenades into a Northeast Philadelphia movie theater. 39-year-old... Well, they should post a sign if you're not <laughs> allowed to bring fake, <laughs> fake grenades well, into that's a movie pretty theater. Well, that's pretty much what this guy yeah. said. 39-year-old Kevin Michael walked into the Franklin Mills <laughs> Theater Tuesday dressed in all black and had two grenades dangling from his belt. Uh, These are my grenades. As moviegoers rushed out, police rushed into the theater... <laughs> These are my movie-viewing grenades. ...to arrest Michael. He allegedly told the arriving officers that he didn't understand why everyone was so upset. He what, said, am I supposed to leave him at home? <laughs> he, well, he says, uh, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, what's the problem? I take grenades everywhere I want. They're my grenades. Okay. <laughs> you gotta love that. This guy's gotta he, be a mental giant. But he's so resolute. Really? He, yeah. It's like, you don't understand. These are my grenades. Yeah. Following I can't leave them with the sitter. <laughs> Following a brief struggle with officers, Michael, who is 6'4", 230 pounds, was carried out of the theater and arrested. Investigators determined that the two grenades were, uh, there were military training devices. Yeah, yeah, they, just to teach you to throw dummy yeah, grenades. Yeah, yeah. Uh, records show that... And the bitch of it was that the grenades picked the movie. <laughs> <laughs> records show that Michael's criminal history spans two decades and he has 20 prior arrests, seven convictions, and at least four prison terms. Okay, so it's pretty spotless. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. I mean, and the exact much. kind of guy you want carrying around dummy grenades. <laughs> Michael faces a laundry list of charges that include terroristic threats and resisting arrest. However, he does not face weapon charges because the replica grenades are legal and for sale. Well, you know what I do sometimes when I go to the theater? I'll bring my grenades and I'll lose them to hold my seat. You know, yeah, I go back go to the concession stand. Yeah. Nobody's going to take yeah, it. Nobody's going to sit on my grenade. That you will keep your seat. It's to leave grenades, grenades on grenades. it. Grenades. <laughs> it so. works like a charm. Mm -hmm. We're a cougar. All right, in sports. Ah! Ah! Some Phillies. of our facts. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's all right. The Phillies are headed back to the playoffs. Yeah! Nick, you got to do it. Did it! Thank you. The Phillies beat the Houston Astros 10-3 and clinched their third consecutive National League East title. Yeah. Shortly before Brad Lynch uh, threw the final pitch of the night, the second-place Atlanta Braves lost to Florida, sealing the division for the Phillies. The Phillies' closer near the end of a year in which he had suffered 11 blown saves, entered the game with two outs in the ninth. He threw one pitch, a fastball to Lance Berkman, who bounced it to first baseman Ryan Howard. Howard ran to the bag for the last out of the game. The series against the Astros wraps up tonight, and the Phillies will still look to win the rest of their games in order to ensure home field advantage in the playoffs. Cliff Lee gets the start tonight in game time is 7.05. Out west, the L.A. Dodgers lost their fourth game in a row and are now only a half game ahead of the Phils for the best record in the National League. The Rockies won and are two and a half games behind L.A. in the NL West. Michael Vick has signed an endorsement deal with Nike, the same company that had paid him millions before he went to prison. Uh, Vick will wear Nike shoes and apparel, but there are no plans for another signature Vick shoe. Nike cut its ties to Vick in August of 2007 after he pleaded guilty. The shoe company had manufactured 30,000 Vic V shoes and dropped the shoe before distribution, costing Nike a reported $1.5 million. You mean hush puppies didn't do yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, hey That's my zinger of the day. <laughs>
We love you all. Somewhere Steve Feldman's chuckling. <laughs> and he's like, he's Dude, saying, I'm going to use that yeah, one. Yeah, all right. One. Feldman, I give you I give you my blessing. Use it. The Flyers open their regular season tomorrow night in Carolina against the Hurricanes. Game time is 7 o'clock. And the Phillies are still the World Series. Yeah. Yes. How awesome was that? Yeah. That was great. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, we are, just to give you a heads up, we're out of the President Steve studio. We're having some uh, technical issues with that. So we're over here in uh, Studio B, is it considered? Yes, 4F. Yes. 4F. 4F. Studio 4F. 4F. Yeah. How did I not know that? Uh, but anyhow, uh, so we... Uh, where Johnny Carson used to take. <laughs> we lack a little bit of our uh, standard uh, uh, equipment that we Sound have. Sound effects. And All yeah. of our standard equipment. Yeah, a lot a lot of things. So we're going to we're gonna do our best to get by in here. But we, since today is the 1st of October, it's the 1st of the month, we have to ring in the month uh, Jewish style by blowing the horn. That's right. And what we need shalom. to do is shalom to you, my brother. Uh, we we need to get some truckers on the line. Anybody who's got a uh, an air horn on their vehicle to call right now two one five two six three WMMR. We are loaded up with new cases of beer, and this time we have Coors Light, oh. most refreshing beer. So let's get some uh, truckers on the line two one five two six three WMMR, and we will bring in the uh, the new month and you as well. And it's basically just to scare the hell out of people who nor- who aren't up this early what? as early as we are. Sure. At least once a month. Let's get some jollies and get their asses up, too. And it, yeah, it is good. It, it's it's like sort of like a uh, an alarm clock for the entire city in outlying areas. Yes. So uh, And we encourage you, even if you don't get through, if you're calling, please join in and blow your horn as well. Yeah, just a regular car horn will do. We'll too. do just fine. Uh, so we are, as as we're getting set for that, we have a, a lot of activity on the show this morning. We have a lot of guests that are going to be joining us. Uh, stopping in studio will be Christopher Titus, and he's going to be at uh, Helium Comedy Club this week. And uh, starting tonight, actually. So. Yeah, I remember his show. I watched. I used to watch it periodically. Yeah, I remember and, that. And he's a very funny comedian, very uh, uh, troubled past, and he, he he makes light of it and, and has fun with it. So we'll uh, have him stop by this morning. Uh, there is a great website. If you've never seen it before, I highly recommend <laughs> that you check it out before we have our guest on. It's called peopleofwalmart.com. It, it might yeah. be my current favorite. We, we uh, Steve, yeah. you stumbled across that about a month or so yeah, ago. Yeah, somebody sent the link, and I and I and I, I went through everything on it, and it's... Preston, you and I just love the oh. the. Uh, it's it's basically they encourage people who are walking around Walmart with with you know their cell phone cameras or whatever kind of camera they have to take a picture and send it to the site. And the one that just cracks us up, Preston, somebody saw a car in the parking lot, and the car had been modified to include a spoiler, but the spoiler was a bookshelf. Yes, it was a wooden bookshelf, like an oak wood shelf that was like almost nailed to the back of the car. And that was the spoiler. Wasn't painted to match the no, car. No, it was anything. wood grain. Uh, it was it was great, and and there, that's just indicative. And there, there's people you know that are uh, you know old men that are that are wearing you know uh, hot pants and, yeah. and and fishnet stockings <laughs> and just the most bizarre things that you've ever it's seen. Great. There was one that was posted yesterday, and it's a man in pink stockings over underwear and yeah. a tight white shirt. I don't really know what's happening. This was created by a guy named Luke Wary and he actually, we had linked it off of PrestonandSteve.com and he emailed us yesterday and said that they've gotten so much traffic from our website to them uh, that he wanted to give us a call. That's great. So and that's awesome. The one that just came to mind is there. there is a woman who is wearing a blatantly racist shirt in line, like it has like a SWAT sticker and, oh, and all, that, all that stuff, know. and she's in line, and there are there are two African Americans, you know, standing alongside, her. and this is like, what did you think might happen yeah. if you wear that shirt? 
It's just uh, just amazing. So we're going to talk with uh, Luke a little bit later on this morning. Uh, our friend Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, we know we've spent a lot of time with those guys over the past few weeks, but that's fine with me, yeah. man. They're so great to have on. So we'll talk to Charlie. He'll give us a call. That's on tonight, 10 o'clock on FX. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart. One well, of your favorites, be, right? I always one had of your, a, your crushes? I always had a crush on her for some reason. And uh, it was from Sabrina, the teenage witch, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but I always thought she was really cute. Yeah, yeah. And she, she, did, a, she did a good... Uh, there was a, a nice... Uh, Photo spread with Alyssa Milano and a couple of the other girls mm-hmm. of that uh, of that time in Maxim. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. that was in the early days of yeah. Maxim, and it was a big deal when she was in. Sure, there because, yeah. Uh, they figured she was. Uh, people thought she was a little too sweet, prim and proper. Yeah, to be. Turns out she's a whore. Yeah, well, uh, she's on Dancing with the Stars, but yeah. I've not seen her, and she looked good. Yeah, she looks good. She's doing okay, um, but she has a good personality, so she's okay. kind of fun she's, to watch. Sounds like a date with an unattractive woman. And uh, <laughs> she's okay. She has a good personality. <laughs> fun have, to watch. Fun to watch. Um, <laughs> the same way an animal chasing its tail. It's fun to watch. <laughs> we also have my friend uh, Dave Simpson from uh, the band Octane stopping by because there's a uh, uh, benefit that's uh, coming up. Actually, it's uh, tomorrow night at Whiskey Tango, and it's for uh, Dave Sale. You remember the guy that was beaten at the Phillies game yeah. earlier this season and killed. Uh, so they're doing a benefit, and he's going to stop in to tell us a little bit about that. All right, so shall we wake people up this morning? Yep. Yeah. Get this whole thing rolling with the horns. Uh, let's go to the phones and find some truckers, our early morning drivers. Uh, and I'm not used to this yeah, equipment in the studio. This? so uh, No, I'll do it. Uh, I got uh, Tom on the line. Tom, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All yeah, right, it works. All right, Tom, where are you calling this from? Where are you driving this morning? I'm on 76 right now. You're on 76. Going through Center City or? Uh, coming up on Plymouth Meeting, uh, 476. All right, perfect. All Try right. to cover the area. Hang on just a second, Tom. Let me go next to Mike. Mike, are you there? If animals can find the strength, why can't truckers? <laughs> exactly. Why can't truckers? Uh, Mike, where are you driving this morning, buddy? Far northeast. In the northeast. All right, beautiful. Let me get Bill on the line. Yo, Bill, how you doing, man? Wee, look what I get to do. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill, where are you this morning? Eagleville. Eagleville. All right, right, cool. We're getting a nice coverage here. Let me get uh, Alan. Hey, Alan, how are you, bro? Alan! <laughs> Alan, <laughs> Alan, where are you yeah. calling from? Uh, Plymouth, Plymouth Meeting. Oh, oh so we have two, two Plymouth, Plymouth Meeting. Right. That's a twofer. Let me go to Greg. Hey, Greg, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Good. Greg, where are you driving? I'm on 476 Northbound. Okay, so we're covering Montgomery County. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it all sewn up. All right, and then I've got uh, Sean. Sean, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Good. Sean, where are you? Fairless Hills, Bucks County. Okay, all right, cool. At least we got one in Bucks County. We need one from Sandusky. Uh, yeah. Ohio? Yeah. 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 All right, yeah, I'm going to give you a three, two, one. <laughs> then I want you guys to give me a long, sustained blast on your air horn. And everybody listening this morning, feel free to go right ahead and blow. Well, you know, blow whatever <laughs> you want. Blow the horn. All right. Whatever and you want to do. Then we're going to set you guys up with beer. Here we go. In three, three two, one. But I dig that every stinking time. The 1st of October. All right, let me set everybody up here. I'm going to get everybody. Case, can you do that? Put everybody on hold. And everybody gets a case of Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. And it's just the way to kick off the first of the month, October. And we have a lot going on this month, It's insane. We're doing stuff every night this week. In fact, tonight we're headed to the Note in Westchester for Steel Panther on stage. I I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And as I was thinking about it, Preston, I, I... the note's awesome, but I can't wait until they can come and spend some time in the area and do multiple shows. Yeah. Cause, cause it, it, it sold out immediately. 
Yeah. Uh, be, you know, because it, it's a, it, this is the perfect venue if you want to see them because you're up close. It's just a great uh, setup. But I hope they return and we can get multiple nights out of them because it's just just hilarious stuff. Yep, exactly. Um, all right, so we have that going on. And then uh, tomorrow you and I are going to be at uh, McGurk's. McGurk's. Yep, and we're McGurk's. doing a celebrity bartending thingy. and that's uh, I'm going to be uh, shotgunning beers all night. <laughs> in the afternoon, or actually around half to see hour. if I can... Uh, Put myself into a coma. And then on Saturday night, Shady Brook Farm, as I said, we're going to do the first top, stop on the uh, Tour de Gore, so we'll do some giveaways for that. Uh, Case, did you want to, you're holding the horn. Yeah, I have it. Do you want to blow you, it? Yeah, let's see if you've gotten any better. Can you do it? <laughs> yeah, I practiced. Even got a circumcision. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Nice. That's the traditional. Nice. Did you see the instructional, the the the, the video of the rabbi? It, yeah. He can't play it either. No. But did you see? Did you watch it to the end? No. Oh. No, that, that's the best part. This yeah. dog walks up and starts howling its head off. <laughs> oh, it. really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's funny. I couldn't make it all the way to the end. Uh, the rabbi is that a new one? Is this, that a new yeah, one? this is a new one. This is from the Best Buy Music. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> they have a whole uh, Jewish Rams horn section. I that's asked him awesome. if I could just have his old one, but he remembers to bring his new one in every month. The Preston and Steve Show. Hey, uh, one thing I did not mention as far as uh, what's going on uh, around here, we we have uh, we announced this yesterday. Uh, win a date. We have another win a date yes. set up. Intern Julie is going to go on a date with a listener. She'll get to decide who it is. We'll narrow it down from a field of uh, however many we get, how many emails, and you can send over your request to date at wmmr.com. We need a picture of you. We need your contact information. We need to know why you'd like to go on a date with Julie as well. And remember, she's a former Sixers dancer. Uh, she's got the body of a former oh, Sixers dancer, yeah. and look uh, she looks fantastic. Take a look on PrestonandSteve.com. We've got some amazing pictures of her if you want to uh, get an idea of what you're getting into. This might be one date that we actually have to mic. You know, uh, you know I, this may be one date I may have to go on. <laughs> Just to see what goes on. Yes, exactly, because she's a wild girl. Yeah, she is. Uh, so anyhow, uh, hopefully, and, and we'll tell over the, the course of the next week or so, we'll have her pop back in. You, If you've never, you know, heard Julie, that may help you make a decision <laughs> of whether you want to try or not. So anyhow, you can uh, you can send those over to date at WMMR.com. Uh, let me see here. Stupid question this morning, uh, courtesy of Nick. With the Phils clinching last night, yeah. we do have a Phillies question. Question for stupid question. What is it, Nick? What was the final score in the Game Five World Series win from last season? Ah. All right, two one five two six three. Home run. WMMR. <laughs> call now, and if you get it correct, we have a fifty dollars Mad River gift card and a four pack of tickets to join Kathy and Jackson at River Palooza, which is on Saturday. Uh, have a, a good amount of birthdays today. Mark McGuire. Speaking of baseball, oh. it's his forty sixth birthday today. Last time I saw him, he was in front of the uh, the Senate <laughs> and, yeah. and wouldn't say anything. Wouldn't say anything. Yeah. Avoiding got a little teary eyed, yeah. but avoided every question. Yep, he set the single season home run record with seventy homers in nineteen ninety eight. That was pretty exciting season. Pacino and Godfather 2 gave up more information. Yeah, that. you're right. Uh, so he is 46 years old today. Randy Quaid. All right, now, this is weird. And and I wasn't... I, I thought when I woke up this morning, maybe I should share the story with you guys no. or not. And Did you have a dream about Randy Quaid? I had a dream about Are you kidding? Randy Quaid last night. Why? It's weird. You know, I told you the one dream about Kevin Bacon that involved uh, living baloney. Yes. <laughs> right. And you weren't kidding. He no. was not kidding. That wasn't made up for the radio. That no. really happened to you. So, do you want me to tell you this? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Quickly. It was, it was partially a radio dream. I was somewhere in some 
rural city and doing, doing a live broadcast from a gun store. All right, so basically, <laughs> okay. it was like a half hour or an hour long infomercial for a gun store, and I was on the air saying that these type of guns were on sale and you can get this type of gun and so on and so <laughs> forth. All right, so I um, that that was a weird day. So I go to wherever my hotel is and I go to sleep. And oh, I, they put you up in a place. Yeah, and I wake yeah. up. I wake up in the middle of the night. And Randy Quaid is sitting on the end of my what? bed, and apparently he's like an anti-gun activist, and he was not happy about the fact that I was broadcasting <laughs> live from a gun store. Hmm. So okay. he showed up, found your hotel room, broke in, and was sitting on the edge of your bed. Yeah, and he starts asking me questions about, did you really mean what you were saying and all this, and how could you do this? And he had a... Now, at this point, your arms and legs are tied to the four posts of the bed, right? No, no, and here's where it gets weird. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. He had he had a, a long... It was like a, it was like a, a two-by-six board and it was probably about five feet long and it had something engraved on it and I don't know what it is but it, but it was some kind of anti-gun message <laughs> that's so, his anti-gun board yeah so yeah dude it was it's a dream I know, you know? I know so, yeah. so so I, uh, I I pick it up and I smashed it over his head. Whoa, wow. Wow. On his he birthday, no less. <laughs> yeah. In, a, was in hardware a hardware store. <laughs> no, but I smashed it over his head and it broke. And as is in most dreams. Why yeah. did you hit me in the head with the board? Basically, it didn't phase him at all. Oh, so, well, he's a big guy. Yeah, so I smashed it over his head a second time and it broke again and he got a little woozy. And then I woke up and that was my Randy wow. Wow. That is effed oh, up. Thank you. You can't make stuff like that up. No. It just it gets drinking last night? No, no, not at all. So Eating Mexican? Nah, right. it's just a normal night. Oh, you only had household. Maybe so. your new bed. You know ah. what? Yeah. It was my new sleep my, no, sleep number bed. Wow. Maybe, I want a sleep number bed. Maybe no, I man, dream I'm, about smashing a board over Randy I'm waiting to take delivery, especially now that I know it's like, that it's like taking peyote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyhow. I can't wait. Uh, Randy Quaid is 59 years old today. Kingpin, uh, brother of Dennis Quaid. <laughs> yes. If you if you ever wanted an extortion photo on Randy, Qua on Randy Quaid, the shot of him dressed as a stripper in Kingpin <laughs> yeah. is one of the funniest <laughs> friggin' things I've ever seen. Uh, let me see who else. Steve. In fact, he coined the uh, the immortal line. Uh, Where did I get Munson? Yeah, yeah oh, you're that's right, right. Flossen. Uh, let me see here. Stephen Collins. Uh, you who, know him. Yeah, the Father in Seventh Heaven. That's correct. He was also the uh, in the uh, Star Trek the original motion picture. Yep. And uh, uh, what else has he done? Wait, was, was he was he in the recent Star Trek as well? No, I don't no, think so. Okay. No, he was in the the first and crappy one, and he was in uh, <laughs> All the President's Men as well. He was in that film. He's sixty two years old today. Julie Andrews, ah, one of the great uh, singers, Mary Poppins, actresses. That's right. Sound of Music as well. Which, great movie. You know, I, I, that, that, I, even if you say you don't like musicals. That movie will get you. I don't it has know this to get movie. you. I watch it. What yeah, is? I don't know this movie, and I know musicals, <gasps> and what? you don't know the sound of music. This one never really interests me. Case, yeah. case, it'll get you because it yeah. also it's cool. It has Nazis in it. Yeah. So, but it, like this song, the signature song. This is a Nazi singing. Not a no. No, no I'm it's not no. a big fan of this song. Oh, you're kidding me? No. You, you got to watch the way it's done too. Yeah. They're they're swooping in on a uh, I guess a helicopter or a plane, and yeah. she's on top of the uh, a mountain in Switzerland. It's fantastic. No, it's in Austria. Austria, I mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, you you don't like those. Oh, a dear, a female. Dear. I can play it on the piano, Ray, but no. A drop of golden sun. Me, a name I call myself. Far, a long, long way to run. You know the words. That's about where I end all. <laughs> so, a needle pulling thread. Thread. A thing that you sew. So, a thing that you use thread. 
You can spread I need some medication so. quickly, please. <laughs> My oh, favorite was one. I am 16, going, going on, on 17. 17. Can't wait to start effing. <laughs> Isn't that the gist of the song? I think so. Like, no, yeah. that's not how it goes. I am point. 16 going on 17 in Austria. That's legal. <laughs> <laughs> you are a Nazi thinking about fisting. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That was different. And the boyfriend uh, turns out to be a real scumbag. Yeah, so yeah. He's the full-on Nazi. Hey, this is a full-on Nazi. This, this is a great one. I hate this and Edelweiss. Oh, beautiful. Edelweiss. Come on. Wait. Anal vice? Anal vice. Yeah, it's sung by Jim J. Bullock. <laughs> Is it Dennis that sings it as anal wipes? Anal wipes. Anal wipes. When your anus needs to be clean. Why are you singing this? <laughs> what are you suggesting? All right. Well, He's no, so I know the songs. And, and do, I you can, like, do you like West Side Story? I love West Side Story. It, it's, it's but a, the it, story around the songs is what really gets me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? It's it's based on a true story. I know. I know. Have Maybe you ever seen the, the, the real, the real um, Von Trapp? Von Trapp or the real Von Trapp wife? Yeah. It's not didn't look not like, like Julie Andrews. Well, wait, hold on. You she said, looked like one of the mountains. You said Mary Poppins? Yeah, Julie yeah, Andrews. Julie Andrews. Poppins. She was Mary Poppins. Yeah, you I didn't know that. No, I didn't. that's one of her most famous roles. No, yeah. I didn't know she was Mary Poppins. Well, she's seventy-four years old today, Julie Andrews. Uh, Tom Bosley, who is from Happy Days. Yes, and, Mr. Uh, C. And I never realized, as the legend goes, uh, it was originally supposed to be the C word was their last name. No, <laughs> and it was the original focus of the show was on a family growing up in the fifties, and their last name was the C word. And then they changed it to focusing more on the kids. Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh! All right, what? Well, Mr. C word. That probably wouldn't have worked. Uh, and then, uh, you can't, Howard, you can't put that on the hardware store. <laughs> it's a hardware store. He's 82 today. And then the last birthday, uh, or actually I have a couple more. We just do this whole thing of birthdays. Uh, right. Former President uh, Jimmy Carter is 85 today. Wow. Yep. Definitely, Won't shut his yapper. Definitely getting up there in age. So uh, he celebrates today, as well as one of our guests, Christopher Titus. Hey, I'm hey, kidding. Hey. Yeah, today is his birthday Hello. today. I don't know how old hey. he is, but he's going to join us. And another comedian, uh, which I've been going on a YouTube kick on lately, Zach Galifianakis. Yay! Has his birthday you, today. you got to watch the show Bored to Death. Uh, it's a new show on HBO. It's with Jason Schwartzman. Ted Danson's in it. And, and Zach Galifianakis plays Jason Schwartzman's like best friend. It's a pretty good show. That's right. I've seen uh, the ads for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get an answer to the stupid question. And it is uh, in game number five, the championship gave the one that won it for the Phils in the uh, World Series last year. What was the score of the game? Yeah. Uh, they did it! Oh, we have that now. Yes. Yeah, we do. All right. 215-263-WMMR is the number. I have Sean on the line. Sean. Yo, yo, Sean. You. What's the answer? You guys rock. Thank yeah. you, man. What, uh, what was the score of the game? 5-4? No. Oh. oh. Sorry, dude. Um, let me go to uh, Cheryl. Hi there, Cheryl. Oh. I have two brain bleeds. <laughs> I had two <laughs> brain that? bleeds. And you a conclusion. <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. It was from a bizarre file story, and uh, a doctor had said that this woman had a brain bleed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's started riffing Yeah. On Two brain bleeds. Yeah. Thank so you for remembering happy. that. That was good. And it was like a kidney hurt was the other one, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right. What's the answer that we're looking for, Cheryl? It was 4-3. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
destructive out. The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. And that's how it went down. That's so awesome. So awesome. So, uh, Cheryl, we are going to set you up with a $50 Mad River gift card love and a four-pack of tickets to join Kathy and Jackson River Palooza on Saturday, okay? Uh, I can't wait. Awesome. Hang on just a moment. (laughs) You got it. Uh, Let me see here. And also don't forget that uh, there's going to be live music. This is in Maniac, by the way. Uh, Bud and Bud Light specials. Get them before 7 and get free Bud Light on Kathy. Visit MadRiverManiac.com for details. And Jackson will be there from 5 to 7. I'll be there 7.30 to 9.30. Cool. All right. um, We'll start with this. John DeVolta testified again on Wednesday in the ongoing trial regarding an extortion plot against the actor in uh, the wake of his 16-year-old son Jet's January death. Uh, DeVolta told the court that former Senator Pleasant Bridgewater and local paramedic Chirino Lightborn... (laughs) What? It just cracks me up with their names. Is, uh, this, is Are these standard names down in that part of the, you know, uh, the world? Yeah. yeah, they do have... Yeah, very these, lyrical names? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know, like Mozart, uh, Andrew. And, yeah. You know, they, anal they, wipe. They, anal wipe. Yeah. Anal wipe. <laughs> Uh, they demanded $25 million from him, threatening to sell stories to the news media, suggesting that he was at fault in his son's death if they didn't receive the cash. So there you go. That's the motivation. Uh, if, these, if these guys don't get hit with some prison time, that's just about as low and desperate as you can get. The actor said that although the demands were made through his lawyer and did not speak to the defendants, he learned that unless he paid the money, they planned to imply that the death... He, quote, of my son was intentional and I was culpable in some way. Uh, The defendants intended on selling a consent document that Travolta initially signed, refusing to have Jet sent to a local hospital. Now, last week, Travolta testified that he signed the document because he originally wanted Jet flown to a Florida hospital for treatment. Uh, Jet died on January 2nd after suffering a fatal seizure in a family's Bahamian vacation home. Wasn't he wasn't he found dead? Uh, no, well, I know Kelly was trying to resuscitate him. Yeah, okay, they, he was seizing, I guess, and and uh, you know, I'm, I'm but not he, sure. He, it was it was fairly soon after that, at least in that process. I mean, he was he died in the bathroom, was my understanding. It wasn't like in in uh, in transit to the uh, hospital yeah, or something. And right. and he seized quite a bit yeah. in his life. So I, I think the the injuries to his head because he didn't he fall and yeah, that, yeah and that's wordy. Yeah, yeah, hit his head. I'm not really sure, but this is going to continue on for a little bit. Uh, Dennis Hopper was rushed to a New York City hospital by ambulance on Wednesday. Uh, he suffered just flu-like symptoms. Uh, but and they was, rushed him to the hospital for the he flu? Must, he must have been feeling pretty bad. The 73-year-old was wearing an oxygen mask when he was wheeled into the emergency room. But he, he usually does anyway. He's the yeah. mommy. <laughs> yeah. His rep later confirmed that an ambulance was called because the actor was complaining of a stomach ailment. Oh, mommy. And exhibited mommy. The, uh, mommy. the flu like symptoms, so uh, apparently he's going to be okay. Is that Dennis Hopper? Or is that Dennis Hopper? Hopper? Yeah, yeah. I never knew Blue that. Velvet. Blue Velvet. Oh, I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's weird. Oh, yeah. Mommy. He's... Mommy. Isabella Rossellini is there, and he takes hits of uh, pure oxygen all the time, and he, he like goes loony, and he's like, "Mommy." Yeah, he's bizarre. Yeah. Frank is his name. Frank, he's movie, just yeah. a, a gangster and a horrific individual. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Sarah Silverman did not make a sex tape. Oh, despite rumors that the former. Did couple- you want to see that? <laughs> yeah. her. I'd right. like to see you, her. her you yeah. own the Dustin Diamond sex tape. <laughs> yeah, thing. that makes sense. Tom Sizemore sex tape. But I kind of respect Jimmy Kimmel. Are they even still together? No, no. 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 No, but I think Sarah Silverman's hot. Uh, despite rumors that the former couple recorded a 15-minute romp while on vacation and forgot that the camera was in the resort room, a rep for Kimmel says... They didn't forget. They said it's not true, though. That it doesn't even exist. Canadian website posted a couple of screen photos of the former couple, former couple uh, allegedly having sex and then ran the photos alongside one of a shirtless Kimmel next to Ben Affleck. 
<laughs> Hoping an unidentified shirtless body in two frames would serve as proof that the talk show host is in the sex tape. Uh, Kimmel's rep told Gossip.com the video in question is 100% not of Jimmy Kimmel or Sarah Silverman. And apparently uh, the Star Magazine is saying that uh, Sarah is now dating fellow comedian Rob Hubel. Rob Hubel? I don't know who he is. She she likes to date the comedians. Yeah, a source says that the couple have known each other for a while, but uh, only began dating this spring after Silverman and Kimmel's. Once uh, Hubel's star took off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the executors of Michael Jackson's estate have sued two California charities on Tuesday, accusing them of uh, using the late King of Pop's name and catchphrases. Yeah. To solicit funds. You're out of order. For fans. Oh, that's one of his kind yeah. of catchphrases. Uh, attorney, you can't handle the truth. Uh, attorney John Branca and music executive John McLean uh, charged. John McLean, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I've mentioned him before. Yeah, uh, charged for the Heal the World Foundation and affiliated corporation United Fleet with pretending to have a legitimate charity tied to Jackson, though they had no relationship with him or his family. It's all a big scam. Uh, according to the paperwork, the organizations used King of Pop and Heal the World, two phrases associated with Michael, to fool the public into thinking that they are continuing Jackson's uh, philanthropic work. Wow. If just two sinking phrases can convince people to pony up money? Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, the groups have only taken advantage... Stole my phrases. Uh, the groups have only taken... 23 Skidoo, that's one of mine, too. Taken advantage of uh, Jackson's death to advance their schemes, is what they've said. Uh, there's an uproar uh, over plans to display a photo of a naked Brooke Shields taken when she was 10 years old. Ooh! No. That's, uh, that's horrific. As part of an art exhibition at the Tate Modern in London. Was this uh, during the uh, Pretty Baby days? Because she made that movie where she was a young girl working in a brothel. Remember that? Mm -mm. Yeah, it was I'm a... I'm not uh, sure. It was very controversial. When did she do... How old was she when she did uh, Blue Lagoon? Uh... Probably 14, 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, children's advocates say that the photo, which has been separated from the other exhibits and hangs in its own room behind a closed door under a warning, is a magnet for pedophiles. Uh, Michelle Elliott of of uh, Kidscape said Brooke Shields was 10 years old when this picture was taken. She could not have given informed consent to it being used. It must be bordering on child pornography. It is certainly not art. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, she added, if you are using a picture of a naked child to bring people into your exhibition... Uh, then you're exploiting that child. It's as if they are using a 10-year-old girl for bait. I find it disturbing, and they should be ashamed of themselves. You know, it's better a sign that says free beer. Yeah. 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 That'll bring that people works. in. That'll bring people in. You can put that 10-year-old uh, picture away. A spokesperson for the museum said, uh, as with any artwork that contains challenging imagery... Uh, Tate has sought legal advice and evaluated the situation. Tate has taken the measures measures to inform visitors of the nature of the work, providing information outlining the intentions of the artist. The picture was taken by artist Gary Cross in 1975, and Shields lost a court battle to purchase back the negatives in 1981. So she, she doesn't want them shown, no, so don't she, show them. She absolutely does not want it shown. So How the heck did she lose that battle? You know what I do? Not, I, I'm not sure what the story is. I'll handle your case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I approach the bench. I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that may explain yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not uh, good at law. <laughs> a female contestant on So You Think You Can Dance accidentally flashed yeah. her nanny hoo-hoo on Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday no, night's oh, no. it. it was live. Tuesday yeah. night's episode of the show. After oh. the contestant was told that she was moving on in the next round, she rolled around on the floor. They all do that. And yeah. briefly exposed what appeared to be her lack of underwear. Go to, yeah. go to yeah. HuffingtonPost.com. Do okay. you ever go to that website? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. Is it on it's there? On 
there? Yeah, it's on there. It's oh. on. It's on TMZ. It's on uh, E Online. It's on all. I keep. How did I miss this? Vagina. How did I miss the vagina? You broke your leg, so you had things going on in your life. Well, it was, it was for just a second, Kathy. She was. Her, her, she just rolled across, opened her legs. Now I saw on ABC News this morning that uh, the statement that they've made is that actually it's flesh-colored panties. Yes, it was her panties, and there was a fold in. Her. Yeah, they right. said it was a crease. Wow, or a fold in she her. It's a new panties called. I can't believe it's not a vagina. <laughs> yeah. right, case she had hairy panties. <laughs> then all the rage. Yeah. Well, then you need a labiaplasty on your panties. You got your hairy panties yet? <laughs> well, you, then you had deli meat hanging off of them. You know what? That'd be a good name for Ben. Hairy panties. Hairy yeah. panties. Oh, yeah. But she, 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 she spreads her legs as she's rolling over. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know. Uh, in, a <laughs> in a statement to TMZ.com, uh, judge and executive producer Nigel Lithgo denied that anyone on the show was aware of the flashing <laughs> before it was shown on television. Uh, he Looks like a clam. He said <laughs> none of us knew she did this. Uh, the show was always designed... Oh, look, she's wearing hairy pantries. <laughs> he said the show was always designed to expose talent, but not in this way. <laughs> All right, and then uh, one more quick... St well, let me see. Ah, come on. All right, yeah, we'll do one more. Oh, uh, you picking that yeah, one? <laughs> yeah, because. Because Lauren Conrad, oh, yes. who we love to hate... Her novel, L.A. Candy, is being made into ah, a movie. They're making it into a friggin' movie. So you got a reality show. She yeah. writes... Well, she doesn't write the book. The ghostwriter writes the book. Right. Uh, based on the reality show. The reality show is going to be made into a movie. And I guess if the movie's a hit, eventually it could be made into a series. Yeah, PerezHilton.com reported that uh, Temple Hill Entertainment has purchased the screen rights of the best-selling book, which is loosely based on her experience as a reality star. I think she's attractive, and I think she's... I've seen her on Letterman a few times, and, and she's she's not a, a brain jackass. I mean, she's got a little bit of a sense about her, but... Man, this is just ridiculous. A Temple Hill executive said, Lauren, who became an icon in that reality show icon. world, uh, came to us with a structure of how to tell the, the story in an interesting fashion that was separate and apart from her book. You know what kills me is that there's uh, audio that, uh, it, the audio is not very good, but it's from the, uh, the, the, the Khloe Kardashian wedding. I was yeah. playing it for you earlier, Preston. Yeah. It's just not that good. You can't quite make what's going up. But what it is, it's the walkie talkies between the producers of Keeping Up with the Kardashians talking about the supposedly unscripted, spontaneous moments they, they have lined up, and you hear the one producer say, this is the point at which Chloe tells uh, Bruce Jenner that she's like her, that he's like her real father. So it's completely orchestrated. So completely, they're planning it. It's yeah. a scripted show. Right. It's so incredibly scripted, and, and I, w I had a few beers on Tuesday night and sat down and watched The Hills, and, and you and I, Steve, have talked about how awful it is, yeah. but you watch that knowing that it's scripted, and, and, and it's not like I got sucked in because I liked it, but I, I wanted, I guess, to get angry a little bit. Yeah, and, and uh, watch it, it. it serves that purpose. And and so they go into places where clearly nobody else can go because they have the camera crews set up, and, and you know, then somebody's in a house while Spencer and the other chick come over because they're going to buy it. And it's just it's right, so right. annoyingly scripted that it just drives me nuts. I had uh, zero beers last night, and I was watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And thank God I remembered that I needed to buy Powerball tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so I got up and I left. You got to yeah. leave. Because yeah. I, I actually started, I got a little bit sucked into it. You oh, know? Yeah, oh, It's horrible. <laughs> the only reason I watch any of those things, like The, the Hills, is that I, I thought Lauren Conrad's hot. And, yeah. and uh, Kim Kardashian as well. But I, I just can't take it. 
Well, the rep says that uh, we loved her take on the book. Her book is a... Her take. An <laughs> honest... She hasn't even read the book. An honest portrayal of what it must be like to set out to be normal, then sign on to uh, become famous and eventually realize, wow, this isn't at all what I'd planned for myself. So oh, uh, it's got to be really sad. A movie out of that. Yeah. Okay. All right, are we going to try the clips? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Got a new movie out. Yeah, co-wrote and co-directed and stars in this new film, uh, The Invention of Lying. Gervais plays Mark, and he talks about the film and uh, his character in this clip. Here we go. It's um, a world rather like our own, but the human race hasn't evolved the gene for lying. So everyone tells us, they don't even know what a lie is. They, they couldn't conceive of a lie. I come along and I've got this genetic upshot, and I can, I don't even know how I can do it, but I can lie. And in a world where no one lies, everyone believes exactly what I say. We're going to have to recap that because I didn't understand a word of that. <laughs> uh, and that opens in theaters on Friday. And then we have another one from Eliza Dushko. Uh -oh. oh, there's a new video on our website, by the way. Have you seen that? Yeah, the photo shoot. Oh, my God. I watched uh, Bring It On was on yesterday. I will always watch that movie <laughs> when it's on. Uh, the Fox show Dollhouse stars her, and Eliza talks about what people can expect from the science fiction series. Here we go. It's a big house of <laughs> potential, I guess we're not supposed to call ourselves dolls, but um, as actives, we're there to serve as whatever people want us to be. And um, it's this group of, of individuals that have had their their personalities wiped clean and um, for to become anything and anyone for what? whoever needs it or wants it or can pay for it. Whose vagina is it? Who it belong to? And that's uh, Friday, 9 o'clock on Fox. So can it be prostitutes? Can you yes. hire her as a yep. for real? Yeah, in, in some cases they serve as escorts, mm. but uh, they don't know this because their their memories have been wiped clean. That's awesome. Yeah, so wow. you could be banging Eliza Dushko. Wow, well, i got to get on that. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. It's like a girl says she'll make out with you. But then her boyfriend is waiting around the corner with a pee-filled balloon. Hey, uh, you know, well, hey, uh, a couple of things I want to mention. Number one, we have a, a win-a-date taking place with uh, intern Julie. And if you're interested, take a look at pictures at uh, PrestonandSteve.com. We've gotten uh, some submissions already. Yeah, yeah, we got them right off the oh, bat. Oh, yeah. People uh, want to uh, want to tap that. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and why not? Uh, send your pictures and information and uh, why you want to date Julie to date at WMMR.com. You can go to our website, PrestonandSteve.com, if you want to see some really, really great pictures of her. But I also have... Uh, more good news for the single men of the Delaware Valley. Uh, Marissa's pseudo, kind of, sort of, somewhat boyfriend broke up with her yesterday. Oh! She's single. First time she's ever been dumped in her oh. life. Wow. That's yeah. a shame. Yeah, somebody broke up with her. She's never oh. had this happen before. You've really? always been the dumper. Right. Yeah, Marissa? I've, I've never had that many relationships, and those I were the, was a dumpy. Or I just do the, hey, let's just stop talking thing. Right. <laughs> you, you, kinda... you take the more thoughtful approach, which <laughs> yeah. is to appear to have died. Don't answer phone calls <laughs> right. or texts, and you just kind of let it fade away. Yeah. Oh, uh -huh. oh, that's uh -huh. right. Like you yeah. do with the other one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All those you choose are. to not acknowledge their existence. <laughs> no, but it was the first time I got the, um, hey, I think we should talk phone call. Yeah. And, like, at that point, it was, like, mid-afternoon. I kind of figured I knew what was going on. Then he came over. It was, like, 11 o'clock. And he's like, yeah, um, I don't think we should see each other anymore. Uh, did, did, that was, did he cut right to the chase? Or was there a little bit of, hey, let's have some tapas? No. It was literally, like, right to the chase. <laughs> Wow, well, how long? Yeah. Was this at your house? Sort of, you know, sort of grease it a little bit little there. Yeah. <laughs> Just make Thomas. things a little nicer. Yeah. Uh, 
No, yeah. it was at my house. It was literally, he was there for like five minutes. So he, oh, actually, he was a nice guy. He too. showed up, yeah. though. He did it in person, which is the, the right way to do it. That's well, that's nice. smart to coming to your place. hatred of someone. Well, that's smart coming to your place because he could leave yeah. as opposed yeah. to having you come over to his. Isn't there supposed to be breakup sex, though? I don't know. You know what? I Not usually, but I have had that. Like, really? Yes. Well, had, you break up and, uh, and I, I've done it. And one what? more for the road. Yeah. yeah. No. no. Yep. When you break up, that's it, isn't there? No. But I had one more for the road. Now, breakup sex can come like a week or two after, oh. uh, you know, yeah, if you if you see each other. What or... planet do you guys live on? <laughs> Seriously. Like, really? Yeah. You, guys, you never had that I had, I had, I, I had uh, twice, uh, you know, with two different uh, people, that, that sort of situation. And it really happens in one of those relationships that's in a deteriorating orbit. Right. Where you don't just put the kibosh on right, it. Where it's like, right. this is over. This is, And then, uh, why did we ever break up? And, right. then, and, and, and then it's over. And it, right. it keeps doing that thing. Well, yeah. Chris, uh, for your last relationship, Relationship was a longer one when that broke when that breakup occurred. That was like a six hour process, right? Oh, was yeah. there sex? In you had uh, members of the clergy in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not for that one. Okay, no, but it was like six hours of crying and talking and whatever. And I just kind were of there people standing around you saying the power of Christ compels you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, no, I have had the, uh, you know, like a couple weeks later, you know, hey, uh, you know, just run into him at a bar. Want to come touch my genitals? Yeah, and that's usually what ends yeah. up happening. Well, to make it even worse, so this happened two nights ago. Last night, I was on the subway going to the game. I was in the middle of telling my friend the story because I hadn't told anyone yet. His best friend walked on the subway. Oh, well, they, well, that, <laughs> Literally five feet away from me while I'm in the middle of telling the story. It was like out of a movie. But that would, I mean, that's that's just a coincidence. Yeah. If yeah. he had a walked on, that would have been the uncomfortable thing. Uh, well, I did see, there was a story, and I had it set for a bizarre file, but I'll go ahead and tell you about it now. But apparently this this took place in Australia. There was a uh, uh, a series of signs uh, that were set up on, on different telephone, telephone poles down this street. And one of them said, it said like, you know, Becky, will you marry me? And then the next sign said, just kidding, we're through. Whoa. And then the next one said, um, you know, uh, I'm, I want to break up with you or something along those so lines. So the wow. dude that broke up via telephone poles. Via, tele via putting up signs wow. in public. Mm for her that's, that's harsh what did she that's do harsh. to get that you know yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know yet I haven't, I haven't heard any more of that story but I mean there are obviously ways that you should not break up email texting have, have you ever known anybody that's broken it off that way via email or yeah. texting I, I haven't yeah, I know I know somebody who basically broke off an engagement through texting uh, an, engagement? I, an engagement yeah and then I had another Lord. another guy that he broke up with his girlfriend through email uh, I had the now listen I, I haven't had that many relationships in my life but right, right. the first time I ever got broken up with I think I was in ninth grade and my friend called me to break up with me for my girlfriend oh, so you, yeah. so Wait, your, your friend calls you up on behalf of your yeah. soon to be ex-girlfriend to tell you that she doesn't want to see you anymore yeah, so wait he, Case how old were you I, I was in ninth grade ninth right? Grade. okay yeah. so you were 23 that, that was more like you know when you were younger when you had your yeah. first boyfriend or girlfriend and you know all you did was hold hands it was like you send your friend over no we make it, we made out and stuff like yeah, that yeah. it's ninth grade saying, yeah. I know what I was saying is that's usually something you do when you're younger yeah oh. so I was we were dating for like nine months and he called me up and he you know and he normally didn't call me and actually, this is my best friend now. Jeff. Who normally didn't call you? Yeah. He, no, well, yeah. He, now he's my best friend. Okay. Like, yeah. We became best friends after this, which is weird. But he called me up. He's like, "Hey, Case, how you doing? Good. Uh, hey, listen, Carolyn doesn't want to go out with you anymore." And I was like, "Oh, okay. You want to come over and play capture? You know?" And he was like, "Yeah, that's cool. You know." Sure. And then, we hung up the phone and then I cried my eyes I out. I didn't want to play capture. <laughs> I was just deflecting. But I, I never wanted to play capture. <laughs> 
I was devastated. Uh, I, did you go embryonic? Did you go fetal no, position? Or no, did you? but I was, it was just out of nowhere. And, and actually, she broke up with me to go out with my friend Jeff, who called me up to break oh, up with me. That's so, exactly what I was going to ask yeah. you. So he, he, was gonna, he went out with her afterwards. Yeah. <gasps> Is Jeff well, the, yeah, uh, the one okay. with the, the, the big unit? No, okay. no, no, but he's had a couple of weird breakups in his day. Oh, has he? He actually, because, yeah, he caught his girl cheating, so what he did is, and he had, like, just given her, like, all this stuff for Christmas. Yeah. One of them was, like, this really nice mountain bike. He's like, hey, I need to take this mountain bike uh, to the shop to get it fixed. So he comes over, and he gets that, and he goes, you know what? Let me get that ring clean for you, too. <laughs> so, and then he takes it all back, and sold the mountain her? bike, and, and kept the ring, and then he's like, uh, you know, you're a whore. Uh, we're through. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. At least he went over to do it. Yeah. You know the you know the in person thing has to happen. I actually saw on the news this morning that um, Justin Timberlake broke up with Jessica Biel. I, over, I was hearing this over the yeah. phone. Oh, yeah, and, I mean that's Jessica Biel. You don't have the decency to go over and like break up with her in person. I, and, and if anything's going to warrant breakup sex, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I think breakup sex is more common than Kathy, you and Casey suspect it to be. I, I think. It's, I, well, I think breakup sex. I, I think what you were talking about it is different. Like, okay, so a week later, two weeks later, something you you get back together, and it's kind of like, oh, maybe we'll see if it'll work out. But but. But that like with Marissa, the guy came over. Conclusively, they broke I up. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And then yeah, had and, sex. I don't think. I bet you. That right. And in a case where it's completely often. hands down, there's no. This is over. I did the it, likelihood. Though. Really, did I did it. It was it was fading away. We both knew it. But it was that's happening. It fading. Was, yeah, it was fading. But yeah. but we and this was a long term relationship that I had had. Was this the other girl who stunk? In the United no, regions? No, 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 no. Okay. Rubber, no. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, this is fire, fire crotch? This is a girl I was in love with for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, Aww. yeah. And, uh, was it... Uh, Dee Dee? Yeah, no, Dee -Dee? it wasn't Dee Dee. Oh, was I never... The one who hated you because you weren't uh, Jewish? That's right. Her parents hated me, yeah. not her. But anyway, uh, no, we, we had... <laughs> We we sat down. We're like, look, this isn't going anywhere. And then the next thing you know, we were making out. And we did it, and then huh. we knew it was over. And then that was it. Yeah. Um, I think was it Sylvester Stallone? And I don't know if it's true or not. Sent FedEx the letter to somebody and and broke up with them. Really? I heard about. <laughs> no, no, you're thinking of Daniel Day Lewis. Oh. oh that, okay. as the legend goes, Daniel Day Lewis faxed <laughs> faxed a uh, a breakup no. to a woman. Well, yeah. Phil Collins sent a fax to his I'm wife. Sorry, I didn't have a fax machine. <laughs> I would have, uh, I would have done it before. I didn't have a fax machine. Oh god! No, Phil Collins filed for divorce from his wife over a fax. Like he didn't, he didn't even call her. She, he sent well, a fax I, to I, her. I assume at that gonna... point they knew they were breaking. No, she I just, don't know. She just All went right. to divorce on that they way. They served papers that way. That's after all. Let me get some calls because I have various ones. I have breakup sex and people who have uh, done the breaking up the incorrect way. Let me yeah. go to uh, let me go to Todd first. Hey Todd, how you doing, man? Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken, chicken pot pie. What's going on, Todd? Hey, I had breakup sex with an ex-girlfriend, and I got her pregnant. Oh, dude. That's, that's showing her. <laughs> no, I'm not still with her, but the breakup's been going on for nine years now. <laughs> you forever. Wow. It just, you know what I mean? We did have a long-term relationship, and it was hard to break it off because that part was still good, and now I'm stuck with her for another nine more years. Yeah, yeah forever, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You're right, so keep that in mind, wow. friends. Make that breakup sex protected sex. But the product of it is a beautiful child that you never wanted. Uh, let me... <laughs> Uh, let me go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you, man? Pretty good. What's up, Mike? Go ahead. Uh, I used to shoot wedding photos up in Staten Island for a while. Okay. So I went and I shot this wedding. And during the best man's speech, <clears throat> he stood up, he gave a beautiful speech. 
After that, the groom stood up and he said, that was awesome, thank you. And then he asked everybody to lift their dinner plate. Oh, oh no. This is, no, this is an urban legend. You are so full of crap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this story has been told wedding. so many different oh, ways. Yeah. Oh, you were at the wedding. Yeah, yeah and then he went into the kitchen same. and the guy was drying off his dog in the microwave. Yeah. So there were pictures of the best man and the bride together, right? Yes, there were. <laughs> All right, now listen, Mike. If you were the wedding photographer and you were there... Send us pictures. Yep. Send us pictures right now, okay? <laughs> and we'll put you on hold. And then when we see these pictures of this... We've heard this story yeah. so many times. I, I think a lot of times people believe it's their story. Yeah. At what point did uh, did you wake up and find that your kidney was missing and oh, you were in a bathtub full of ice? You, Casey, I'll get you the photos. I'm married to your wife's cousin. Ah. Married I'll to your wife's cousin. What's, what's your name? This is Mike. Mike. You're married to Lauren? Yeah. In your own family, Casey, Mike, you have someone who believes this story. Send the photos over now. I will check with your wife. I don't believe you. You don't even believe you. Do you give me? I gotta get in touch with the guy I used to work for. But oh, come on, uh, uh, Mike! Stop you're making it. me look bad. Why? Why? Email Casey, Mike. I'm gonna let you go. You know what? It's it's wild because uh, somebody told me this story. I was at a haunted attraction the other day. It's 13 stories. No oh, way. Yeah. What happened? Uh, you There's like to, dead bodies. It's and just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> but anyway, I, I do believe that some people occasionally have told the urban legend story so many times that they start. They to begin believe to believe it. it. Yeah, they were actually there. Uh, let me go Jesus. to Tom. Hey Tom, how you doing? <laughs> Your own family. <laughs> Tom, are you there? Through marriage. Yeah. yeah, what's up, Tom? <laughs> Not blood. All right, so my girlfriend broke up with me after a year and a half. Then, like, I was uh, I was a junior in college. She asked me three weeks after we broke up. I'm still kind of heartbroken. You know, I met her family and everything. She asked me kind of casually after a night of drinking, hey, you mind hooking up with my friend, uh, my friend Kate, you know, she's kind of in a slump. She, you know, hasn't really been with anybody lately. Okay. I end up getting a Hummer from her friend <laughs> next door, like, while she's asleep, you know, and she's okay with it. Next morning, she asked me everything that happened, and then she gives me breakup sex. Oh, that is the most effed up and yet wow. very rewarding story I've ever heard. At what point right? at the wedding did they lift up the plants and there was a <laughs> yeah. picture underneath of the... Dude, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. I am the champion. I am the champion. No time for lose. I'd call that a good couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Unbelievable. Of the world. Hang on. Let me go to Megan. Hey, Megan. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. What's up, Megan? Um, I actually got broken up with via text message on Valentine's Day. <gasps> well, that sucks. How long had you been dating this guy, Megan? About two and a half years oh. off and on. Whoa! <laughs> it was pretty serious. So what, what, how long was this text message? Was yeah. it short or what? did he write a little novel to you? Oh, no. It just said, I can't do this anymore. It's over. Wow. <laughs> what did you do? Um, I, I still to this day don't know. He won't discuss it. See, that's the worst. And I've, I've been broken up Have with... Have you had those where you don't find out the reason for the breakup? I've, where and, and Marissa was talking about this, uh, where... You know, now listen, if you've only been dating somebody, like just dating, and then you don't return phone calls or text messages right. or whatever, I can understand that. But It's going to come down. But on two different occasions, I thought I was I was somewhere with a girl. Right. And the phone calls just stopped. Oh. And... 
it just makes you want like what well what did I do wrong and I just wanted to have some sort of closure you know what I mean I, I wanted to make that phone call and just say hey listen I understand it's, but it's never you it's your relatives who believe urban legends right right <laughs> but like have you have you ever had that where you just want to call the girl and say hey listen I understand we're not together anymore but what was it what did I do just so I'm, I don't do that anymore. That's sort of you what know? Scott Baio did in his yeah. show. He got to go back to to former relationships and and then sort of ask them what he did wrong. Why right. why the breakup? Yeah. And sometimes I think most of the times in that show he didn't really want to hear the answer. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean both times in these like it's not like we fought all the time or anything like that. It was just like hey, but you can't wrap I, your mind around. I, some, I still to this some, day why? But, but sometimes people just stop liking you or yeah. stop loving you or stop wanting to get it on with you. There's that movie with uh, Jack Nicholson and. Uh, uh, the gal that was in Annie Hall, uh, Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton, uh, something's got to Something's got to go. Yeah. At some point, he goes back to all of his old relationships. Yeah. And he's like, would you tell me about me, please, and what my problem is? And then he end, ends up figuring it out. It's pretty sobering. Yeah. Let me go to Michelle. Hey, Michelle, good morning. Good morning. What's, what's up, Michelle? <laughs> I, um, well, I wanted to break up with this guy, but it was getting close to Valentine's Day, but I didn't have the heart to break up with him, so I waited for my gift on Valentine's Day. <sighs> And the next day, I had my identical twin sister break up with him for me. Are you Are, kidding? You, are awesome. you even remotely on the level here? You have an identical twin sister that you sent over to break up with him? Well, actually, it was over the phone. Oh, all right. Um, and so you both sound, sound very similar, I assume, correct? Sound, oh, yes. Oh, yes. We always get told that we sound alike, we look alike. So, yeah. Sometimes you even talk alike. You can lose your mind when cousins are two of a kind. <laughs> It's oh, a Patty Duke thing. Okay. Uh, I did not know that. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Wait, did um did he ever figure it out? No, 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 no. He was suspicious. Like, wait a minute. What? What? Are you are you sure? I could hear the conversation, and my sister just played it up so well, and because she had no emotional attachment to him. So she's like as cold. She's completely cold on this, and not responding at all. Right. That's wild. I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to hear what they sound like together on yeah. the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get, get the number and see if we can get the twin. Can you conference call on your phone, Michelle? Um, I no. I want. Actually, I'm on the road, so I don't know if I can do that right now. All right. All right. Well, now nah, we'll we'll let you go. Um, it's twins. Yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. I'm, in, I'm on the highway, so I don't think I can. Stop all right. It's not right. dangerous. Start texting her. Well, yeah, thank you. By the way. Her. Oh, oh. Really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's live most everywhere? From Zanzibar to Barclays Square. But Patty's always seen the sights a girl can see from Brooklyn Heights. What a crazy pair. But they're cousins. Identical cousins. And you'll find they walk alike, they talk alike at times. Oh, uh, there's it. another verse. Yeah, close. We have to get to it. Wet. The ballet roots and grape Suzettes. Yeah, it's control. They're cousins, identical cousins, and you'll find they walk, talk like it doesn't even walk. Like you could lose your mind. And cousins are two of a kind. Thank you. It was worth getting up this morning just for wow. that. It's an awesome show. Wow. Uh, I always kind of fancy myself with Patty Duke. Did you? Uh, it was actually her playing both characters. Oh, hey, wow. Crazy. Oh, that's how good she was. Let me go to uh, Danielle, who's got a story. Hey, Danielle, how you doing? Good. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Danielle, what's up? 
Um, well, about uh, this is about four or five years ago. Um, I was dating a guy for about eight months, <clears throat> and he broke up with me on MySpace. Um, on like MySpace. A, a big, on MySpace, a big long letter about how it's not going to work out. Blah 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 blah. I wasn't really heartbroken about it. Could care less. And. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, that might have been the reason he broke up. <laughs> I had no emotional attachment to him, so it didn't really hurt me. Well, then about a about two weeks later, we're at a party. He says he made a big mistake. Blah blah blah. We Can you sit in my face? <laughs> we end up having the breakup sex, and um, the next day we're going to a barbecue, and I'm telling everybody, "Oh, you know, we're back together." And he shows up and introduces me to his girlfriend. Oh, what guy? I was like, "Oh, that's." You got wow. played. You got played for the sex. Yeah, wow. yeah I did. Yeah. Okay. Too bad you didn't have a social disease when you're with him. <laughs> if only yeah. I would have had her. I would have gone out and got syphilis. Damn it. Uh, and Excuse me, way, do you sell crabs? Did anybody notice that, that Marissa wasn't at all like semi-affected? No, not no, at all. No, in no. any way, shape, or form. I feel bad for the kid, this too, the, because he probably listens, and he's a nice kid. He's a nice guy. She, she liked him got, more than her. Yeah. But, but this yeah. is the first time that someone's ever broken up with her, yeah. and, and, and she was just like, oh, first time it's ever happened, somebody broken up with me. Well, because we weren't really dating. He even yes, said to me. No, no. He Marissa said always me. said, it was in the vaguest of terms, I'd say, so is this guy your boyfriend? Yeah. And she'd go, I <laughs> and he was even like, oh, I don't really know what's going on here. Yeah. I was like, yeah, neither do I. I don't know. Let's try to keep emotion out of this. <laughs> but you, it's uh, better if we're just organisms that replicate. There were many times a week where you'd show up here after staying the night, and uh, I just thought something was going on. Yeah. I mean, I was there even a, a nanosecond of, oh, that kind of blows. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it, it all hit me, like, I wanted to know what happened, but, like, it, it all just overwhelmed Did you ask me. him what the reason was? No, he was literally there for, like, three minutes, so I was like, uh... Did you finish the tapas? All right. <laughs> Did you just These say, olives are okay? Awesome. Yeah. Pretty much. He just kind of hit me all at once. Bye. I like, didn't even think to ask. T just oh. tell me this. Did you fancy for a second when you saw her, be his best friend on the, uh, on the subway last night... Take him home for a little bit. No, no. he was on a date. Uh, yeah, but I take did, her home. Yeah, I did make the mistake of texting him to I say that I just banged your him. friend's yeah. uh, girlfriend. <laughs> wait, on the subway. What did he say? Uh, he was just like, oh, "Okay, cool." <laughs> Stop texting. Oh, wait, what, what's no? No, you, that's, you don't don't yeah. do anything like that because you you'll you'll appear desperate. I know. That's why I wish yeah. I could take it back. Oh well. Can you retract it now? Yeah. <laughs> can you? Can you? Sure. Yeah. Go over and brainwash him. All right. Well, those those two kids were obviously in love. I, I bet when you're in a relationship with someone you really dig and it comes down and you it's get horrible. Now, I've never been dumped. I've always said to any girl that I've been with, if you see someone else, or you want to get with someone else. Just let me know. Yeah. It's the difference between just having a friend out. for the rest of your life and a mortal enemy. Well, and that's probably what Marissa's going to get out of this because it was her first semi-relationship after a long, involved one. And yeah. what a great way to be the first time you ever got dumped, Marissa, because it was one that was like, all right, it's not going to work out. And we're just, we'll go our separate ways. And so, you know, if this has to be your first time getting dumped, it's not the bad, uh, bad way to have it happen. And what you've learned is guilty feet have no rhythm. No, oh. you're right. <laughs> Listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Don't forget, ladies, Phillies, hottest Halloween hottie. You got your costume ready? Or just one that might do for now for our contest? Or something you consider a costume? Yeah, something sexy. Get the picture. It, maybe you'll be Bikini Girl. Yes. For Halloween. I don't know. Look at me. I'm a girl in a bikini. Uh, send, <laughs> get the pictures to WMMR.com. You can see on the website the information. A chopper toward first. Big hop for Ryan Howard. He'll 
take it to the bag himself, and the Phillies have finished off this ball game and have won their third consecutive National League East crown. They did it! There you go. Last night at nice. uh, at the ballpark, it happened. So uh, they are. And listen, this kind of uh, we're going to get to the B file in just a moment. But just just I want to open up the phones for a second because we had a little internal discussion that was going on before we even started the yeah, show this it was morning. Pretty organic, but we were all sort of thinking the same thing as to whether or not last night, because there was a uh, you know obviously the 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 stadium went crazy after after the victory. Uh, but it seemed like there was there excessive celebration last night for a division win. I, I don't think so. Uh, and I okay. disagree with Casey on this point. I, I was there last night. And I didn't even say anything yet. Well, well when we were talking earlier in our conversation. Right. I, and I just, I always disagree with you on <laughs> yeah. everything. So. It's a good blanket statement yeah. to me. Preemptive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but the reason is, is because of the, the length of the baseball season, how they want it, you know, with, with the number of injuries that they had. And there are new players on the team this year that weren't a part of it last year or even the season before. So I understand the argument against uh, excessive celebration, but I think that it's warranted. But don't all of the teams celebrate like this at this point? No, if they, be, no, no. You know what? The, like the Braves won like twelve or thirteen or fourteen divisions uh, in a row. The yeah. Yankees had a really long stretch where they won year after year after year, and so they got so used to being in the playoffs that they just toned it down. They'd be happy about winning the division, but they wouldn't do the okay. full-on champagne. Yeah, every time. I, I, it's kind of the way it was when I was a kid growing up in St. Louis. The '80s were huge for the Cardinals. Yeah. They had more appearances in the uh, uh, in the World Series than any other team, and and made the uh, uh, the division play. Uh, you know the the playoffs at each and every year, and after a while, you know, at that last game, it was like, all right, good, got it, here right. we go, now let's get ready, as opposed to, oh my God, they yeah, did it yeah. again! You know, so, I, I don't know. I'm taking it on a more uh, superficial level, which is, are you sort of jinxing it, you yeah. know, if you over-celebrate, if you just sort of stay the course, you know, because that that was the you consideration. You really believe in the jinx thing? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Enough, enough to make me think... Should you just sort of play close to the vest? Yeah. Pop them with a couple of things of champagne. Awesome. Now, because everyone's p- pulling for that 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 right. uh, repeat. For as much as I don't believe in the jinx thing, I do have my little things that uh, that will. Uh, yeah, I, I guess you know. It, it caused you to hesitate. It or, caused me to yeah. hesitate. You know, hey, listen. If I don't believe in the jinx, then then why have I gone to Primo's Hoagies every single Sunday <laughs> right before the Eagles game this week? <laughs> yeah, because they're this damn season. Good. Yeah, the, the, the first game I got um, what do you call it? I got sour cream and onion chips. The second game I got salt and pepper chips. You third, effed it up. Third game went back to sour cream and onion chips, <laughs> yeah. and I'll get sour cream and onion chips for the, for the remainder of the season. Right. Uh, so I don't believe in the jinx, but I play the part. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but Nick. Listen, I love the Phillies maybe as much as you. I think that I, when I when I first saw the because they they won the game and then they showed the locker room and they had all the tarps and I was like, oh, don't do this, don't do this. Yeah, that's and then I'm watching it live as they're in the locker room and Rollins has got his goggles on and and they're pouring it over and I was like, dude, this is exactly what you were doing when you won the World Series. So right, right. What do you do when you win the World Series? Do we light each other on fire? Like, <laughs> well, you know, I see the champagne for the NLCS. You know, I yeah, mean, but maybe not the division. I I don't know. I think that's just a. I, well, I know they're happy and I know obviously, but I think just hold on, hold on. For I the agree, game. and that's exactly. I, I think it's awesome. It's an awesome achievement, but it's yeah. like. We can do this again. Right. Yeah. So don't 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 anger the World Series gods. Well, I'm thinking if it's sort of standard throughout the league, and I know you said some teams have kind of scaled back, but who who set that up? Who goes in and says, "Okay, put the tarps up, get all the champagne"? Do you know what I mean? Like who's yeah, making the decision? Well, they, they that took if it they to win? Milwaukee. They took all the champagne and everything in case they won. 
over the weekend. Right. I, I think that the champagne and the celebration last night is just a celebration of what they accomplished in the season. I think if, if they win their division series, you won't see them pouring beer on each other, pouring the champagne. And even if they win the NLCS to get back to the World Series, I think this is just a celebration of what- <laughs> Obama. Yeah. So, I, so they win so, the division series. You won't see this big. Thing. I don't think so. I think this but, is a celebration of the season of 2009 to get to the playoffs. Uh, but if they win the NLCS, you will see. I don't think so. I, I think it'll be oh, scaled I back. Think so. Really, I, yeah. I, I don't think that they'll celebrate like this again until they win the world. When they win the World Series. All right. Let me go to a couple of calls just to get this out here. Hey, Jake, how you doing? Hey, I'm going to make you feel so good. Oh, uh, thank you. I could use a little bit of that. What's up, Jake? <laughs> I think that the lack of championships we've had in this city that. I mean, considering the Phillies won the World Series last year, we should celebrate every chance we but get. We're not celebrating; they're celebrating. No, they showed that people were going. Well, that too, people were going crazy, and there was a lot of activity that looked very similar to the World Series celebration. Yeah, my, I mean, I was, I, I guess, you know, speaking on the the locker room celebration. Yeah, and I, I listen. I, I also oh, you're think thinking of locker room celebration. Locker okay. room celebration, but I, and I didn't know that there were people out on the street yeah. corners yeah. and all that. And, you know, that think, surprised me. Yeah, that's. I think that's a little surprising too. But you know, hey, listen, people want to party for whatever reason. Yeah, you that's know, true. Whatever and, reason. And uh, two years ago, when the Phillies made it to the playoffs for the first time since 1993, and you know the players went crazy out on the field, and you know came back out, and they were literally you know using a hose on the fans or whatever. It was the last day of the season. It was you know a major celebration. That was like all this pent up frustration for so many years. I, again, I just think last night was, hey, there's some new guys on the team that weren't here last year. Pedro was really happy, and and Ibanez and, and Benny Benny happy, Cliff Lee. <laughs> Cliff Lee. So guys like that, uh, I think it was a cool celebration, and it was really cool of Charlie Charlie Manuel to put in a lidge for the last out of the game last night. I think it was just, an- I think it's just anticipation for both the team and the fans. Like, let's do it. You know, they're going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and and whether it's champagne toast or not, I think that's. I don't know. This is the Flyers party this hard when they make it into the playoffs? No. Yeah, no, but, but eight so. teams in each conference make the playoffs, and yeah, uh, it's right. not as much of a trial, I guess, in the Let NHL. Corey. Hey, Corey, how you doing? They did it! Yeah! <laughs> What's up, Corey? <laughs> no, I definitely think we deserve to celebrate, because Philly sports don't always go good, and everybody who's a Philly fan knows that. Yeah, and well, that- I think... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, it, 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 and people are saying, well, you know, it's been forever. Well, no, this is our third in a row. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the Eagles have been to the playoffs how many times in the last, you know, decade? Granted, granted well, this, this is a, they didn't win the World Series. They just made it into the playoffs. They just won the, the NL East. How many times have the Eagles secured an NFC East title? Yeah, I'm not saying it's a yeah. bad thing. No, no, it's no. no. It just, I, I get, no. Do you do you agree but, with me a little bit on a, on a level? It's, it's it's best to remain well a little bit celebrate, but be a little bit more modest about hold it. Hold on to a little. Hold bit. on to a little bit. Marissa brought up a good point because three years ago when they did this for the first time in in however many years. They went crazy, and then they got swept by the Rockies. Last year was a little bit more subdued, she right, said. Yeah. And then they went all the way. This year, listen, they they weren't going crazy, crazy, but you know they were happy, and yeah. um, you know, and it was well, a good feeling. Yeah. Let, me, let me go to Michael. Hey, Michael, how you doing? Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, man? Uh, you're gonna see it, the celebration every time. That's how our city celebrates. Well, uh, yeah, I know. We're gonna be at Frankfurt and Cotman. You know it. You know it. You know it. You know, know it. it. You're right. Go you're right. Us. Yeah, he's right. I, I, think this, I, I think. I think that you are right. Yeah, you know it. Does anybody have any tapas? Seahorses. <laughs> seahorses. Yeah. Tell you what, seahorses. It's the way people sell. Look at this guy drinking uh, out of cups. <laughs> let, me, let me go to Jeff. You're right. Hey Jeff, how are you? Right. Not even. No way. 
What's up, Jeff? Uh, I totally, totally agree with Casey. Once you taste the championship, that's all you want. A division title, it's nice, but hey, save it up. When you win, when you do a back-to-back, back-to-back hasn't been done in the NL since like the 70s. Yeah. Let's get it done, and then we can all celebrate. I, I, I sort of agree with that. You know, I, I think that, uh, and I, I, I think, I know it sounds stupid, but I think you're sort of... The the cool way to do it is play it subdued and then score that second that second time around and yeah. then and then blow the walls off the place. I, I was at the game last night and um, there was people were happy, people were excited, but there wasn't like a lot of standing and cheering all night until the ninth inning. And so like even the fans in the stadium, like at one point in the in the game last night, they were doing the wave, which is always sort of an indication of being bored, really. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and and after the game was over, <laughs> there goes again. Yeah, after the game was after the game. <laughs> After the game was over, uh, I stayed for a little bit. I watched they do the video tribute uh, to Harry Callis singing High Hopes. And I was like, all right, I've had my sort of mini celebration tonight and I'm going to go. And then I, I was listening on the way home and uh, I, I was surprised to hear all the players come back out onto the field. I guess they did a nice tribute to Harry Callis. Yeah, Marissa said about 20 minutes after they came out, I'm surprised uh, yeah. people were that it was that long. Me too, me and too. And they I'm came back they, out and they sprayed yeah. champagne on the on the Harry Callis uh, on the sign. That's and awesome. Touching and stuff. That's, That's very a cool. Nice tribute. Yeah. I'm bust chops for why were you there for 20 minutes after that? Like honestly, a I would have been like she was, she was texting the boyfriend yeah. who broke up with me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do it one more time? <laughs> You were going to be a doctor. <laughs> we were going to be rich. Gonna, I would never have to worry about that carbuncle. It's going to sound bad, but I was there with my friend. He snuck me up into the Hall of Fame club, and the bar the Hall of Fame club is open for an hour later. But I was waiting to meet a friend, so okay. that's right. why. I had multiple reasons. Let's you just drinking. say a yeah. friend. Multiple reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I took the subway, right. didn't have to drive. Multiple right. reasons. Right. <laughs> Right. All right. Three okay. Yeah, yeah, I I we'll hold you to that. Well, I just wanted to get a couple calls on that. It looks like the majority of that are coming in think that uh, that it was just fine and and it wasn't too excessive and the team deserved it. And there are a couple people that disagree, but uh, but otherwise, I think maybe hold on to just a tiny bit of it and uh, yeah. kick it up in, in uh, incrementally as as the victories in the playoffs continue. Yeah. But nonetheless, the team was happy. Obviously, yeah. I think it's they, phenomenal. They, they it's, can do it's whatever a, they want. Sure. Great. Sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think of last season when the, when the Eagles made it into the playoffs. They weren't supposed to be in the playoffs last year. And then all this stuff happened on the last game of the season. Right. And I don't remember there being like crazy celebrations like that. Well, it just you know? my, my it's my methodology whenever I have an opportunity to to do something not obviously on this level right, as right. pathetic as I am, but uh you know you I, I think you always do best by playing it close to the vest. Very cool. Let's move on. Yeah. You know? That's how you win. I think the fans brought it on a lot too because the fans saw that first year when they celebrated like that and I think everyone that was there for the first time watching a championship stayed so the team came out to thank those fans and to kind of give them a little show that, you know, people haven't cool. seen before. Yeah. So thank you, Phillies. All right. By the way, Marissa, this instant message says I'm 23 and single with my own house. Think I got a shot with Marissa? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what know. you do. What Even do you a do? doctor can't cut it in her book. So we'll see. Well, oh no, wait, no, he, he he's with her. Oh. She can't cut it in a doctor's. She book. She don't That's want right. no scrubs. That's yeah. right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for the calls. And I'm sorry we didn't get to get to all of these, but we do have to do the bizarre file because we got a load of guests on the show. Let's do it now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. We're going to start with this story. 
A Pasadena woman angered when her former common-law husband took back jewelry that he had given her returned the gesture, police said, taking goldfish from his apartment, and then she ate them. Oh! The two had argued over jewelry that he had given her, but then uh, took it back, and she took seven goldfish from his uh, apartment and took them to her apartment. The man called police. Officers went to the woman's home to see if they could retrieve the fish, and she said they're in there and pointed to the kitchen. Finding a plate with four fried fish, officers asked where the others were, and the woman answered, I already ate those. Because the fish were bought when the couple lived together, they were considered community property, and uh, the police said there was nothing we could do. I can't imagine why this guy broke up with her. If he wants to pursue it, it is a civil case. Unless she ate fish, which is legal. It's not uh, animal cruelty. They're fish. You can eat them if you want to, and that's exactly what she did. I'm Uh, surprised he was that attached to goldfish. that, That would piss somebody off pretty bad. A community of dwarfs in China is tired of being discriminated against, and they're doing something about it. The people of Kunming, a mountain community in southern China, have set up their own village to escape discrimination from normal-sized people. This is Midget Town. This is Midget Town for real. But it's in China. Yep. All of the 120 residents are under 4 feet 3 inches tall. Do they have tiny basketball hoops like we've heard? They run their own police force and fire department. The group has also turned itself into a tourist attraction by building mushroom houses. Oh, no way. And living and dressing like fairy tale characters, it's, Steve. It's the lollipop kill. Yep, totally. That's uh, awesome. In the early 1900s, Lilliputia was a utopian city for little people that prospered within the confines of Coney Island. You're damn right. I didn't know that. Uh, Coney Island. In Coney Island? Dreamland, yeah. I never heard of this. The whole amusement park burned down in 1911, so this has actually been done before. Lost a lot of midgets that day. Yeah, I guess so. So anyhow, they, they have made Midget Town. That is awesome. I commend them for that. We've often talked about the fabled Midget Town. Well, everyone swears there's Midget Towns all over the place, but we have yet to find one. And now you have to fly to China in order to go to this one. Uh, in Vermont, a woman faces multiple sex charges after allegedly sending pornographic material involving animals to a teenage family member's oh. phone. And that uh, that's not legal? Uh, Brenda Reed, who is 40, <laughs> is accused of sending multiple pornographic images involving donkeys to the 13-year-old relative last May. Hmm, thought you might like this. Uh, the victim's guardian reported the alleged incident to the Department of Children and families after seeing the images on the victim's phone. Reed pleaded guilty uh, I'm sorry, not guilty, to six counts of disseminating indecent material to a minor and appealed in court on Monday morning to answer to the charges. Her lawyer argued that others had access to the phone and that the images may not have been sent by Reed. Sure. Uh, each charge carries a potential fine of up to $1,000 and no more than a year uh, in jail for both. A brawling husband and wife uh, forced a passenger jet into an emergency landing after flight staff feared that they could crash the plane. Jesus. Uh, A Czech couple, uh, Jiri and Katka Bartek, uh, began the uh, the fight in Budapest at the airport as they fought over the husband working late. And they let them get on the plane fighting? They, they continued to fight after the takeoff from the airport, punching and kicking each other and pelting stewardesses with bottles and safety equipment. Uh, they were apparently out of control, and the pilot had no choice but to turn the plane around and make an emergency landing. I will turn this plane right around. <laughs> uh, two fighting back there. Uh, the airline gets to go. The airline Malev has uh, banned both passengers from flying with them again, and police are quizzing them over public safety charges. <laughs> and we'll do uh, we'll do one yeah. one last story. 
Uh, a Chinese doctor has spoken of his shock to discover that a four-year-old boy is already a heavy smoker. Oh, oh I've seen this, though. Yeah. Yeah. Don Dong Dong. Dong Dong, yeah. Oh, has, no more Yankee, my Winky. The Donga needs food. Dong Dong has reportedly been smoking since he was just two years old. Uh, his family, who run a grocery store, say that they've been unable to uh, stop him from stealing it's cigarettes. Dong Dong. Uh, I see a sitcom here. Dr. Zhang Gong said that it was shocking to see such a young child embrace such a dangerous habit. Hey, Dong Dong, I got you another carton of cigarettes. He said from the way the boy smokes and his posture, he looks. Uh, to have had a long history of smoking even though he is so young. Oh, Dong Dong. Dong Dong. <laughs> Dong Dong lives with his grandparents who run the shop because his parents are migrant workers in another city and they say that he started smoking by mimicking adults. They said when he needs cigarettes, he just takes them from our house or steals a pack from the store. No, my parents are very hard asses. Uh, we just can't seem to stop him, said Dong's grandmother. So <laughs> it's kind of weird. But if you look, there's a picture. Of, yeah. Yeah. Kids just smoking like crazy. He looks like James Dean. Yeah. Uh, having a smoke. Dong without a cause. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. And there you go. That's what I got in the B file. You're listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Helium Comedy Club, some great performances going on this weekend, and we have the man in the studio. You remember his show, Titus? Yeah, I did. I watched it. Yeah. That was a great show, and uh, had a uh, his Comedy Central special recently shot called uh, Special Unit. Please welcome Mr. Christopher Titus hey, hey, to the show. <laughs> prevent a lifetime of regret. What a great commercial. <laughs> that, that's at the end of it. That, you, can't, you can't fault that. Prevent a lifetime of regret. <laughs> I want to rush to that and get that product, whatever the hell that sure. is. Sure. Just, just to get rid of that regret. I didn't even hear what the hell she was talking about until that last. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, what is that? What did I miss? I don't, I don't want to have a lifetime of regret, for God's sake. So good morning, guys. How's it going, bitches? Great, man. Doing How are well. you doing, Biatch? I'm feeling good, man. I, yeah, we flew in yesterday, and uh, and uh, I, I'm here, and I've, I've never done this club, but it's very East Coast-ish, so I like to go to that muscle as a comic. You have the you have the, you know, the regional areas sure. of, your, of your psyche that you go to. So. You, can, you can actually, like, there's certain areas and certain parts of the country where you, you kind of look forward you to going to. You just kind of twisty it a little bit. I'll, yeah. be doing, I'll be doing this a lot at the end of the joke. Huh? <laughs> and, and, I'll be, and I'll be saying something like, what is that about, huh? I'll be doing that a lot. And, uh, that so, translates well here, yeah. Yeah, you just basically uh, tack that under every joke. But, uh, yeah, I like it. I, you know, you were talking about it. there's a club in Jersey I play uh, in New Brunswick that uh, Vinny's called The Stress Factory, which I like and stuff. So it's good to be here. First time here, though. So. You know what? I got an email that I want to go ahead yeah. and read to you, Chris. This is oh, uh, concerning well, your appearance. It's Am just... I going to have a lifetime of regrets having <laughs> no, this email? No, no, no. no <laughs> lifetime of regrets. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I think you'll be quite happy with yourself, actually. It says, uh, hey, Preston, my name is Jim Hirsch and my wife and I are rabid Titus fans after, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, a few years ago, we were having some marital difficulties, spent hundreds on pro counseling. Titus's Love is Evil special was on, and long story short, it saved my marriage. Whoa. Wow. Would love to be able to thank him in person. Is there anything you can do to help me out? That would be I would be eternally grateful. Well, first of all, he's rabid, so I want to make sure you get some shots. <laughs> right, he's yeah. a rabid fan. Uh, you know, that's weird. The show is really weird. Uh, yeah, can you thank him in person? Is he here? Uh, no, he's not here. The no, person said no to the uh, request. Thank no, God. no, I just you know got it. Oh, that guy, <laughs> lifetime of regret. You meet that guy. There you go. I just got it, and he also wanted. And then to... his wife cheats on him. Yeah. He and tracks me, then shoots me. Yeah, I stayed with her because. <laughs> well, he wanted to add Semper Fi, Vince, and good luck, Second Combat Team, Tenth Mountain Division. We miss. 
you all Rantlers. So that is from Jimmy. He wants obviously mm. send a message out. So do you get that? Have people ever said you? This seen show, it? I wrote this show. Like I did, you know, I did the uh, Norman Rockwell's Bleeding, which is about my family, and, and I, people would come to me and they go, "Dude, oh, I yeah. didn't talk to my dad for like ten years, and I saw I, I, we saw that special, and I called my dad, and made him watch it. It's heavy stuff, but it's 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 done in a you yeah. do it in a way that uh, that uses humor to sort of open up things, and that, you got to you got to get a lot of people coming up to you on that yeah, stuff. Well, I've also broke with Love Is Evil have as as broke people up in the show. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Like, yeah. In the middle of the show, you know, I, dude, there's a lot of stuff in the. I talk about jealousy, jealousy, the Auschwitz of emotions. Yeah, true. And, and I and I start doing this bit about jealousy, and, and literally, I've had women like in the middle of it. Women or guys, depending who's doing it, will look at each other in the middle of the show, <laughs> and then start arguing. And then I've I've broken people in the show, and and I did that was, I, first time I did it, I, I didn't know what was happening, and now I do a disclaimer in the show about it because I was doing the show in Brea, California. Couples laughing their butts off. I get to this bit about jealousy. I'm doing, and the guy, the, the guy's like, ha ha ha. Huh. And he looks over <laughs> at his girlfriend, and he won't stop staring at her. She, sure. Like, she picked up her purse like it was a baby he was going to kill, man. And we just looked at the ground, and he kept staring at her. And she jumped up and ran out, and he ran out after her. And I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> you, so you've yeah. actually, have you actually had verbal yeah. fights erupt during a show? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, you know, if, if my if my comedy breaks up your relationship, yeah. it needed to end. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's jokes, for God's sakes. Yeah, Titus broke us up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I save these people, which is weird, I don't know, I, I feel irresponsible. The, the show is weird. I had another dude comes to me on Valentine's Day. I'm, I'm after the show, and he's shaking my hand, and he's just like one of those ra ra again rabid fans, just psycho fan, and, and that, which is fine. But there's a level you have to do the testing. Is this guy going to punch me? You know, is he going to follow me home? Right. Yeah. He's like, dude, you don't know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You never know. And I'm like, okay. Hands me a letter, and I go, do you want me to read this? And he goes, no. And I think anthrax. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't. I don't want to get that. Yeah. Right. So he goes. So, it's a little gift for you. So he bails. He, he leaves, and I read the letter. The guy says, on on. On Valentine's Day, I uh, would have been my fourth year anniversary with my girlfriend. She had left me three months earlier. Um, I, since then, I lost my job. My life had come off the rails. I'm because I'm, I'm living in my parents' house in the basement. I decided on Valentine's Day to kill myself. And I'm like, I don't want to stop here. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, he goes. Uh, so I'm sitting there uh, the night. I got a bottle of wild turkey in front of me and a gun on the table. And I sat down on the, on the couch and I've been watching Comedy Central the night before. I sat on the, the remote, turned the TV on, and your special started. I, I, I watched it and I laughed. I cried. I got hammered. And he goes. I realized if you could get through that, then I don't have to kill myself. Yeah, because you're, you're very yeah. candid about. It. I mean, and, and I mean, well, my next question is be called you know, uh, my penis and fart jokes because I'm not going to take this responsibility anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't want the responsibility of like saving a guy. Because what if I don't? Yeah. What if well, next time it's just suicide prevention hotline calling me, going, dude, <laughs> can, can you, you write some news? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> but is, is I mean, was that was that part of the the master? I mean, obviously, no, comedians. You're a comic. You're yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, today I'm going to write some jokes that will save the lives of people. No. <laughs> Oh, you just and it just happened. All I did was tell my story. I mean, I lost twenty eight pounds in my divorce because, well, that's what a soul weighs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the worst experience. I would. It's I've even been divorced because it is the worst no, thing no, you'll no. ever go through. I would rather be the majority stockholder in a chain of Alec Baldwin daycare centers <laughs> or Kanye West etiquette schools. Yeah. Man. It, and, and, and it was just it's just a nightmare. It's a raging nightmare. Everything you hate everybody and you hate everything. And it's a, it just seems to be from people who've, who've been through it and have been through it in relationships where they, at one point there was a lot of love it just seems to gut them well you know there was always there's always hints to you look back you know i thought it was just blindsided me that my right. girlfriend was talking to me well what really happened well two years before i got divorced she got a boob job and gentlemen if you're listening everyone listening listen up right now <laughs> if you're with a woman over five years and all of a sudden she decides she wants a boob job yeah she ain't getting it for you yeah. <laughs> she's putting fresh meat on a new hook that's all it is yeah. she's trolling for the next idiot because you did not live up their financial expectations i wow. believe that I believe that 
absolutely. Yeah, in the two in, in the two four good horse. Wait, it wasn't just boobs. She got new hair, new eyes, new boobs, new lips. I rebuilt this bitch from the ground up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a frame off restoration. <laughs> now some new guys driving her. Yeah, wow. man. <laughs> too far? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's true. It was bad. And she went. Anyway, any women? You guys? None of you guys had boob jobs. No, no, no I, I, I took him out. Okay. I need a lift. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, but uh, after the baby. All right, all right. Yeah. I'm talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> so she, so don't go crazy because women that go, I think women think that guys want the biggest boobs possible, and we don't. We just want something that looks hot on you, just as big as you can handle. Yeah, my ex went crazy. She got boobs four sizes bigger than she should have. If she was five feet taller than she already is, <laughs> right, she's yeah. five two. Got boobs for Kobe Bryant. Wow! wow. And she had to modify her skeleton. She got two extra ribs that stick out. Hold them up. The Strippers Association <laughs> filed a grievance. <laughs> Ladies, wow. don't go too big. No one should stand up and cause wind shear. <laughs> Watch, huh? See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then you guys laughed on it. I added the Philly twist to it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all pilots, so we know when she was. So. Uh, so, so that and it just so she she broke up with you and she she laid down the law. Which what did you, how did she, she, she how did she bring it to you? She was seen two of it. Well, I found out in in, in email. And, and be careful about that. If you we, I, we were just talking about this yeah. about about breakups yep. over email text messaging, and you got the email. She was seeing she was seeing two guys. Two yeah. I found an email that she wrote to, wrote to her old boyfriend about a new boyfriend. No, two guys. One, no one dude. One guy was sixty years old. Holy. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Sicky, Sammy, sixty. I mean, how do you? How do you? It's bad enough. I mean, look, I'm not. I'm not the prettiest guy in the world. I got a big giant head, but sixty. Yeah, yeah. And how do you sleep with someone who's thinking they're gonna break a hip? They're gonna break a hip. They're gonna break a hip. What do they finish and she changes his bag? How does it work? Yeah. Sixty. Wow. That's got to be a hit on you, though, man. I mean, that that's it's got to screw with your confidence. Okay, you, a sixty-year-old. Yeah, well, he had twenty million dollars. Oh, that was yeah. my question. Wow, you're a whore. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, no, right, yeah. 60. But, but twenty million dollars. I just can't. I, I don't. I don't. It does screw with me a little bit. I met the guy actually. We had a, we had we deposed him at the at the at the trial. At the right. Trial. So you had deposed to sit there while he tells the, the whole sort of tale. He was the crypt keeper man. He walked oh, in with man. little boat shoes and little plaid pants. Little like me. Little, little He's Mr. Hal. He was Mr. Hal. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. And he dumped her really quick too after I filed for divorce. Oh, wow. So, aha. Take that. And you're right about totally screwing up. Here's somebody that you were in love with and your life is in shambles, and then you have to deal with all this legal crap that you don't understand. Three, it's still it, going on three and a half years. Jesus, oh. man. Yeah, that's horrible. Are you, have you moved on to any other relationships? Yes, you, I've got I got this great... I, 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 here's the thing, because you start to hate God. Mm -hmm. in a, by the way, when you were, the intern got... The intern got uh, bro, she said, I had, oh, I had my first breakup today. Jesus. Yeah, that was oh, Marissa. Marissa. She's yeah. one of our producers. Yeah. So she's talking to me normal, and she's like, this is the first time I got dumped. And I'm like, are, are you upset? She goes, oh, no, really. you didn't get dumped. Yeah. Unless you're, if you're called yeah, up right. in the middle of your bed in a fetal position, <laughs> lying in a pool of your own snot and tears, <laughs> screaming at the ceiling fan, playing that James Blunt album over and over, <laughs> then you had a breakup. Yeah, yeah. You just walked away from some guy you played video games with and did it at the end. Yeah, there you go. Titus, you nailed it. They played rock band together. There you go. She didn't, get, she didn't break up. Good yeah. work. See, I wanted to slap you out there. I was like, you kidding me? You're right. You're right. That's so funny. Break up. So, yeah, my new girl. So, so, so people would come up to me, and I would start conversations. Hey, how's things going? There's no God. Like, I really... Because you know, it costs, because like, divorce is about change. You know, it's God saying you need to change. I'm going to make it to your bank account only has change. Dude, how, how, get, how, how much did you get taken to the cleaners? Because were, were you living in California we at the time? We were going to split. Well, California's a no fault state, 50 right, 50, right. no matter what. And uh, and so I, 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 the first week I said, let's just, you know, the judge says the best thing to do is split up. Let's split up. And she, she wanted, she wanted everything. She, I says 50 50. And she's like, nope. 
I want a million dollars. I'm like, Jesus. I don't have a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've been fighting, and now our house just sold yesterday. So the house that would have sold, oh, she destroyed the house. The house would have sold, she would have made like, I don't know, whatever, a couple hundred grand. Now she, the profit of the house is $4,000. So she's getting $2,000? Yeah, you people getting divorced. Keep fighting. Because <laughs> you get to live under a bridge in a box. But now, you were, now, now when you when Titus took off, when the show, right, you right. know, and, and, and you had it, and it had it, it had a decent run, right? I mean, was, was it was two Yeah, it was, no, three years, and then I pissed off the network president. So sure, yeah. Turns right. out if you tell your boss they're stupid long enough, they will fire they you. They will fire you. Yeah. But I mean, when you when you get that and you have a sitcom, finally, it looks like it's it's getting some traction. Do you go a little crazy money-wise? I did. Well, I bought a chip. Foose built me a car. Because uh, you're, you're a big motorhead. Really nice yeah, yeah, bought yeah. a really nice house. And, and uh, you know, and everything was fine because comedy's great. And I had to, I've, I sold some other shows. And I'm always, I was on big shots and stuff. But it's it's not that. It's the divorce. It's the lawyers. The lawyers are like, it's, it's the lawyers are the worst people. I can't even. Don't. Dude, hey, my new girl. Let me talk about my new girl. I can't yeah. even. I just start to get mad now. And the yeah. funny stuff. Wouldn't, wouldn't you spend less money if you just went and uh, put yourself through law school yourself and, and hired yourself yes. as a lawyer? A friend of mine sat down. A guy got divorced. And uh, uh, I sat down with him and get some advice when it first happened. And he goes, he goes. It was he was he got divorced in New York, and it was going on for thirteen years. Oh my god! And he sat down across from me, and he goes, uh, he goes, you know, if I'd have killed her, I'd be out by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he didn't say it with the laughter that you guys are showing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Serious, like he regrets not killing her. Wow. And then be out by now. But well, this girl, so I meet this girl. Yeah. So I'm like, hate God, and and uh, and then you know, God said unto me, Chris, I did this, I did this to you, so you can meet a 29 year old, five foot eleven, ex diesel jeans model who has two college degrees and already paid for her own boob job. Oh, that's nice. awesome. So now I do a lot of work for the church. Do you have any pictures? Do you have any pictures on you? There's one online with her and me at, at, a, at a premier for something, but uh, she's great. She's younger than me, though. She's 29, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think age has anything to do with a relationship, does it? Uh, no, well, it, wow. no. It can. No, it, 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 it can. When, it, when it's uh, Anna Nicole Smith and... Uh, oh, yeah, in the crypt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, we, we fight like everybody else. You know, when I'm buckling her car seat, she gets all fussy, you know, and I gotta be like, use your words! Use your words! <laughs> and by the way, she's listening right now and hates those jokes. <laughs> she actually gets really pissed. Know, and then I give Ra her a timeout. <laughs> is her name Rachel? Yes, Rachel. Oh, okay, I see a picture. Wait, I know her from something. No, you don't. Is she just a diesel? It's model? an internet it? thing. She didn't mean to do it. <laughs> that, that wasn't her with Dustin Diamond. Wait a minute. Can you get this? Her? Go around there, Chris. Take a look. Yeah, that's right. Oh, she's hot. Yeah, she's really pretty. How long have you been seeing her? She hates that picture, though. She tells her. Uh, we've been three and a half years now. Oh, oh no, well, three and a half, three years and two months. Are you are, are you scared now of, 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 about marriage? Is that something you'll enter into again? Or is yes. That, yeah. Am I scared about yeah. marriage? It costs me money. No, I'm going to jump right back in. <laughs> hey, here's the rest of my money. I don't have. But you know, you know, there are dudes who who go through it and keep going through it, and will be. I mean, you're all my dad your own six father. times. My dad six times. Six times. Six times. Oh. Six, times six times. Well, only five times. He went divorced the last one because he said he didn't want people to think he couldn't commit. <laughs> yeah, if I go past five, they'll think I'm crazy. Yeah, dad, it's, that's that's. That's why. You take you serious that your last marriage was performed at a drive through in Reno by an ordained lesbian Elvis impersonator. Oh, Jesus. I don't think I don't think serious is what they're worried about. Is, is, is the stuff that we hear in your in your stand up and I mean I, you know you seem to be very candid. Is is that really siphoned through the the truth? I mean a lot of that because you're, no, you're, 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 your your stuff and and I, I, one thing that I thought was an urban legend about you, and I see keep popping up, is that you fell into a bonfire as, as, a, as a kid? Is <laughs> yes. That... Falling into a bonfire is a, a, a one-step one program. You don't need AA after that, man. <laughs> what the I, hell I, happened? 
I fell to a bonfire. Yeah, how? <laughs> how much clearer do we need to be? Uh, yeah. Steve, I, I, I have fallen just out of nowhere. When I was so drunk, I'm just I, standing there and I fell backwards. Did you fall backwards or forwards? No, I was. I mean, I was the guy in school whose kids, whose friends would give me extra alcohol just to see what I was going to change into. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was yeah, that yeah. guy. So I'd been drinking for like we we left for this beach party near the end of the school year, <laughs> and I was hammered. And I and also I wasn't. I couldn't. Get laid to save my life, so right. I wasn't. Hang- I can't. I was never to hang out with some chicks and be cool, you know, because we didn't have rock band back then. <laughs> right, and, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> find those. And then, uh, so I was the goofball dude. To, like I'd go, hey, that cliff up there, and I, and I, I was just hammering. I'm walking on the, the the. I'm walking around the bonfire, and my feet get caught in this blanket, and I fall on the bonfire, and I fell on. We've been burning a telephone pole, which I don't know where we got a telephone pole because I don't know, but it's pretty high up there on the drunk theft it, scale. It, it, sure, that's, that, a, that's, that's a major crew. score. We, yeah. 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 So and I fell on it in a push-up position, and I and I was just I was just on it, and I'm screaming, and the flames are just kind of licking at my face, and my hands are on this burning ember, oh. and my buddy Scott does this like James Bond, Jackie Chan leap over me and throws me in the sand, um, and but my palm stayed on the log. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> funny. More funny like this at helium. So, uh, so, so then my friends now. So we got a bunch of drunk teenagers at the beach, and they decide to do drunk triage on me, which is basically <laughs> they get two ice cold beers. Oh no! Like, Hold on to these and go. That's to sleep. the worst thing. Yeah. So well, not worse than that, but I kept waking up in the middle of the night, and I walk up to the to the ocean. And I start putting my hands in the in the salt water. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Then in the morning they take me to this uh, this emergency center emergency center near the beach. It was like an emergency shed. There was like you know yeah. a, a doctor and a, there was a lawnmower inside. Just got to trim this weed. I got trim stuff up with. And this surfer doctor dude is, I'm, and I'm hammered by the way. I'm yeah. still hammered because they've been keeping me drunk. He shoots me full of painkiller. So now I'm like, now I'm seeing, now I'm actually seeing Jesus at this point. Right. And, and this guy's standing over me, and he's like, "What happened?" And, and and he goes, "When you fell in the bonfire, did you breathe in or did you scream?" And my hands are just tore up. And I looked yeah. at him, I'm like, "I screamed, dumbass." <laughs> and 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 he and he guy, I've never had this. I I went from totally stoned to totally sober in a second. He grabs my face, my chin, and he gets this close to my face, like he's an inch away, and he goes, "Good, because if you'd have breathed in." Your lungs would have collapsed and you would have died. Wow. And I, I called my Reader's Digest moment. I was instantly sober. Wow, interesting. <laughs> Can you fix that up? Wow, I'm going to go do comedy now. Any any residual effects from it? Uh, I guess scar. I guess some scars from it. No. Yeah. My, 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 the guy said you're not going to have use of your hands. My dad, my dad. So I get home that, and I love to water ski. Yeah. So, my, I, so I'm, my dad. By the way, I wasn't supposed to be out that night. I was supposed to be sleeping in my room. I'd snuck out mm. to go to the beach. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. So I, uh, so I go home, and uh, my my palms actually had peeled back at the calluses. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go further. Yeah. So then he was using it like a little door, and he was just opening my palms up, and I'd been putting my hands in the cold sand and in the salt water all night. Oh, man. So he so he shoots me full of painkiller, then he takes this, this brush that basically they used to actually take paint off of old cars. I've seen him, yeah. Yes, and, yeah. and, he, and he puts stuff on and, oh. and, and I literally hear... <laughs> While he's and, oh. like, and I can't feel anything, but I'm like, wow, that's gonna hurt tomorrow, isn't it? You can just see. And he had to get the sand out, so I get home. My hands are all bandaged, and my father uh, said, "Well, guess what? We're going water skiing this weekend. You're gonna sit on the dock, and you're gonna watch us, and I'm gonna make you." So what he would do is, because my hands would have been webbed, he says, cause "The doctor said if you don't flex them all the time, your hands could actually grow, so you won't be able to use them." So my dad go water skiing with my brother. Take out. He, he, he skied everybody right in front of me. Too, oh man, day. yeah, yeah. What a douche. And, 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 and just, just, I'm already, I'm already burned up. Up. And, and then he would get out of the boat. He would take the bandages off. He, he'd, he'd say, he'd put salve on it, and then he would make me flex them a hundred times. Oh. And so, but because of that, I got used to my hands. Oh, that's wow. cool, man! All right. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. nasty. And, and a lot of and a lot of therapy about my dad. Yes, <laughs> I spent a lot of money there. Wait, what is what is salve? 
So, an ointment, an ointment. Okay, so you. it's good for you. What, yeah, do you yeah, yeah. The, what do you call it on the East Coast? Sav. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Casey was <laughs> Casey was not I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sav. I don't know. We call them cheesesteaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, let's get away from the horrible scarring <laughs> injuries and yes. uh, go back to the relationship thing for a second. Now, your new girlfriend, you guys have been together for three and a half years. Was there a long gap between the... Uh, uh, the divorce and then meeting her. Do you have not, any other girlfriends not, in between? Or? No, uh, I dated one girl who was younger than she was. I went through this weird phase. Any actresses or, uh, or no, man? No, I don't. I, well, she's in comedy. She's she's an actress now, but she 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 ran five comedy clubs and she you know so she's. I always thought that would be a bad thing. Yeah. It's like you guys dating somebody in radio, but they get you. They know exactly what you do. You know? And yeah. That's cool. I, understand I always it. thought it'd be like, actresses are crazy, and she's not crazy yet because she's still new at it. Okay. I wasn't sure if you had any screwed up girlfriends or any. I had bads. girlfriends. I had a, oh, well, okay. I, I had a girl. Here's the problem with you got it. Crazy makes you crazy. If you find somebody who's crazy, yeah. you will get sucked into their crazy vortex after a while, and crap you would never have dealt with before you met them will become an everyday occurrence. I had this girl that would, uh, and the thing about crazy people is crazy people know that they're crazy and your friends know that they're crazy but your brain is fogged by sex because <laughs> in bed crazy people are freaking crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. right am i wrong here people? no that's hey, true now are guys the same way eh? like yeah. crazy guys no crazy guys you kind of want to stay away from them yeah, yeah but you got to. yeah well, no you don't in bed or uh, i don't know got, got crazy guys in bed good i don't know you liar. Really, you really lie know. with those little glasses you want to <laughs> That little library thing, librarian thing going on. Shut up. You know. Ask the other one. She's the single one. She oh, might yeah. know. Yeah. Marissa. Are you crazy oh. guys, are they crazy in bed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, flat nod, out, yeah. she says yes. Yeah. So this girl started, but she she knew I was talking to my friends about how crazy she was. So she started editing people out of my life. Like they come up for a barbecue, they'd leave, and she would just crank the sex up and just like, you know what? Uh, your buddies Tommy and Steve are kind of irresponsible. Uh, I don't want him over here anymore. And your dad was kind of a jerk to me. Uh, I don't want him over here anymore. And then you think your sister smelled kind of bitchy, so let's don't have her over here. And after so. It, I was mesmerized. Sure, now. I was yeah, like, sure, yeah. whatever. But after three years, I couldn't move because I didn't know anybody who owned a truck anymore. <laughs> I had another girl who used to randomly punch me in the face. She would just randomly. She would. Well, I, I take that. The hell is that? It wasn't random. We we would be fighting, and that was her fighting style. <laughs> the, this to girl punch was, you in the face. Yeah, did you guys have the bad one? You guys the worst one you ever had. You, sure. You, okay? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one where that when you tell people they can't believe that you put up with it. Yeah. This girl, the crap this girl did to me by any measure of the Geneva Convention, she should be up in war crimes at Gitmo right now. Right. But she was smarter than me, so what happened was she'd do something heinous, we'd argue about it, she'd spin the argument, and by the end of the argument, I would apologize to her. Mm-hmm. And I For her punching you in the face? Yes! And I would talk to my friends about it, and I finally get to the point, because you start to feel nuts, like, am I wrong? So I went to my friends and said, guys, here's what happened, okay? So I wake up like 3 in the morning, she's sitting on my chest, <laughs> popping me in the temple with a clock radio. <laughs> And I almost said something. <laughs> and I said, hey, can you let me sleep? And she's like, all you want to do is sleep, blah, blah. We argued till the sun came up. And then when I heard her side of it, I went out and got her a card and some flowers. <laughs> and my friends would just be staring at me. Going, hey, dude, can you cut my voicemail and leave that on there for me? Because <laughs> I just want to have something to play for the cops when this bitch kills you. <laughs> listen, By the way, listen to your friends, people. If your friends are talking crap about the person you're with, we never listen. Listen to them. Your friends have no skin in the game except they want you to be happy. That's yeah. all they want. But we don't we like, your friends and, and your friends try like dude what are you doing? Shut up, she's cool. If she just stopped sleeping with my dad and my sister, we'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> and women are just as bad. Ladies, quit talking about him. He is not the same guy you remember. He stopped using the aluminum bat on me. God, I hated that noise. <laughs> ting, ting, ting. Uh, 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 uh. I know what you mean. My my uncle uh was uh, married.
married a woman that all of us were like did not like did not like her and then he went through the divorce and it was over and everything she cheated on him and he's like why didn't you guys say anything to him and I'm like Tony dude you wouldn't have listened you would not have listened to anything and he goes yeah you're and right you did you, yeah. you probably did you probably but you put that toe in sometimes you gotta go hey man so how's the relationship going <laughs> oh she's a little crazy yeah maybe you should leave and he's like dude it's my wife uh, okay see people don't give you opportunity to do it yeah. but, you, but you know yeah. what the, the, the bitch is you run that 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 uh, risk of having the person turn that anger around on you and like you know mind your own friggin' business. Right. I lost I've lost a couple good friends. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem getting involved. You'll tell them straight up, especially now. I yeah. mean, now after the divorce, I'm like, dude, wrap it up, yeah. wrap it up, <laughs> walk away, kill her in her sleep, whatever you got to do, her walk away. Well, did your uh, when your ex wife when you found out what had been going on, did any of your friends know and not tell you? Uh, no, I had, I had, I, my buddy Rick told me, he's, he's, cause, cause what happened a year before, we had an identity theft, a bunch of money disappeared. <laughs> identity theft. <laughs> 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 Turns out I knew the person's identity. Did you? It was my ex. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot wow. of money disappeared. And, Whoa. and at the time, she said it was identity theft, and I called Rick. Everybody needs a buddy that you can call and ask for a gun. <laughs> you gotta have a friend. I have this, cause I don't have a gun. And I, I call Rick, I, I, Rick, dude, I, dude, something's messed with my house, all my money's gone. It's, it, it, I go, I need a gun at the house. Dude, Dude was over in like five minutes, and he has an assortment of guns. He's right. got a safe at his house with guns. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what would you like? <laughs> <laughs> so Rick, the year later, after because then I found out she cheated on me. I found out we had, a, I, I, I had investigators and all stuff, and then and then LAPD forgery came in, and uh, oh. LAPD forgery determined that it was her that would sign all the texts, forge oh. my name on the texts. <laughs> And I, I forgave her. That's I'm an idiot. I, Wait a second. I mean, because this is something that always amazes me. Because when you do check forgery or something like that, they'll slam you with jail time. They'll they'll hit you worse than a lot of other the crimes. The problem is, is that she's she's my ex. So actually, we're going now. I'm I'm gonna I'm, pro, I'm going after prosecutor now because I found out now that we've got divorced. I went back and I found an. <laughs> oh, she sounds what? like a gem. Yeah, she's a she's a brilliant. And then she said, "Oh, not only that." But she said, she said, uh, so we're in court. I fought for divorce. Fought we get in court. California's no fault, no matter what, literally. Yeah. You know, uh, you split the assets down the middle. Which, by the way, plastic surgery is an asset. I want half the plastic surgery back. <laughs> and I don't yeah. want a cash settlement. I want to leave court with a jar. <laughs> yeah. You paid for a boob job, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. I want her leaving like the elephant, man. Big clump of hair missing, one <laughs> eyelid, upper lip, left boob. You're wrong with this. is outrageous. <laughs> but uh, so uh, she gets up in court, and I go, I want a divorce. And I was righteously mad, too, because I thought she'd been seeing two of the guys, stole the money. You're wrong. You know, I, I, I no longer want to cohabitate with the thieving harlot. I was fired up. <laughs> and, uh, and she gets up and she goes, Your Honor, this man has beaten me for the last 20 years and, oh. beaten, our, and beaten our children since what? the day he was born. Yeah, and it turns out, ah, ah, it's not a defense in California yeah. court. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I get a lawyer, and that's what drug it all out. And, uh, and the, the problem is, today, yeah, today, there's, there's no there's, By the way, I'm actually speaking for a father's rights group now. I'm a spokesman yeah. for because you can't. It, it happens all over the country. Women can get up and say anything they want. You can literally get up. And what happens is when someone says, you, you beat me or you beat the kids, everything stops. Yeah. Because the judge court doesn't want to be responsible for saying, hold on, all Because if it's true at all and something happens to the kid, then the court's you know, screwed up. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so they have to cut it off. So women know this. So, so we have, we go to trial hearing, we turn in 600 pages of evidence and I get my kids 50, 50. They, they basically throw out everything she but said. But during the time of that's going on, did uh, they, they didn't allow you visitation. The only sure. thing that ever made me want to be a wife beater yeah. is being called a wife beater. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, your honor, can I, 
have five minutes to make her not a liar, please? <laughs> just give me five. Just look aside for two. Oh. But can't she go to, that's perjury, right? Like, nope. Can't you get, no? Not in family law. There's no law in family law. Here's how family law works. You say whatever you want. I say whatever I want. The judge goes, okay, come on. You guys got to calm down a little bit. Now, I'm trying to get a law passed. I want to get a law in the books that basically says, if you walk in, because women do do this. It's not just, just like say, women get in and say, he molested the kid. I have a buddy. You know, you know comic Craig Schumacher? Yeah. 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 He's from right here. We've had him in many times. It's from Philly. Wife, uh, wife, will say, wife will say that like his kid, he molested his kid or something like that. And he did, and it's like so. So they're dragging out in court. It's been proven that it wasn't happened. It happens all the time, and what happens is there's no consequence. So I'm saying I'm I'm getting a law. We're starting to actually work on legislation now. That basically, if you walk into court and you say somebody molested a kid, it's the same punishment as if they did. If you get if you accuse somebody of a heinous crime like that, you do mandatory jail time, thirty yeah. days. Thirty days at first offense. Yeah, because you can ruin you a can, life by you doing can, that. You do ruin a life. It yeah. follows you for the rest of your life. I'll tell you what, the lawyers I, would hate it because the lawyers would have nothing to fight about then because people would go in and go uh no he didn't listen well, Krista, did, did this actually because i i you know we're, we're pretty savvy pop culture wise but i never recall hearing that allegation against you no it was in the inquire no one cared though could people you know oh, the inquire okay it was in the inquire. she actually her, her sister made 1200 bucks by calling the inquire and saying did it uh. and they waited to the day after and and we we went to my publicist and I, i'm like this none of this happened yeah and uh, and the, my, so we waited. No one cared. <laughs> the people were like, did you see a show with his dad? <laughs> Who had the pool? Who won the pool? Well, you just sort of predestined to this stuff, though. With you, with your, with your, your dad. I mean, I'm sure is responsible for a lot of. Well, you you might have yes, been attracted yes, to the wrong the cops. Yes, the cops would just come over. How's it going, Phil? Bobby, how you doing? Yeah, no dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. mom's in the back. Just go grab her. Wow. Wow. My dad was crazy. My mother was out of her mind. Crazy. My mother, my mom shot and killed her last husband. Yeah, I, I, I was read about reading that. that. Yeah. yeah. My, my dad used to get my dad used to joke, "Hey, dodge that bullet, ha ha!" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no, man, no manic and depressive, was, manic we, depressive, schizophrenic, alcoholic. My umbilical cord was a crazy straw. <laughs> oh and she did God. it right. It was over a fight on Thanksgiving, was it not? Thanksgiving, yeah, it happened on Thanksgiving. Yeah, bad enough. They, well, the guy, she, my mom was one of these women. My mom, whatever town she moved to, she would attract the alpha loser of that town. <laughs> Like the worst guy. This guy was like half O.J. Simpson and half O.J. Simpson. Just a bad dude. <laughs> Jesus. And on Thanksgiving Day, she put the turkey on the table at uh, 4.15. He thought it should hit the table at 4 o'clock, so he picked it up and threw it across <gasps> the room. So she countered with a boiling pot of potatoes, <gasps> which no, which which is legal. I looked at it from the domestic violence desk <laughs> reference. Jeez. And uh, at that point, uh, uh, she went upstairs. Uh, he got a beat the crap out of her. She went upstairs, got a gun, came down and shot him three times. Yeah. And my sister, Kirsten, was there at the time and, and, and when it happened. And she's like, should we call an ambulance? And my mom's like, wait, 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 wait. And let the guy... T- oh, <laughs> they, let him got, bleed out. She got acquitted. She, got a, she went to trial, got acquitted, and got the guy's $100,000 life insurance policy. Whoa. Yeah. Here's the funny part is that... Uh, <laughs> There's there, a funny and the funny part of the, of the story where mom shoots and kills a man. Uh, he, they had two acres of land, and he was the one that took her out and taught her how to shoot. Oh, <laughs> Here's no. a tip for you guys. If you're going to beat her, don't teach her to fire the weapon. Wow, You, you idiot. I love that you guys don't know whether to laugh or I know. Me. Well, and I love that you're a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> After a life like that. Yeah. Oh, man. It's not my life. I wasn't there. I was like, hey, I was like, you know, the guy was, a, the guy was an oil rig worker, just this harsh dude, so whatever. You shot him? All right, whatever. You just, get used to, you just get used to it. You know, when you grow up from a screwed up family, you just get used to it.
Rachel, which is the weird thing, is Rachel's family is really normal. Like, her family is crazy normal. Her, her dad's, uh, she goes, you got to meet my dad. And I'm like, uh, uh, you know, are we going to prom? Because I'm a grown man. <laughs> right, I, right, yeah, Meet yeah. your dad, really? Should I get a varsity jacket on? And then she's like, uh, you got to meet my dad. I'm like, I'll tell you what, here's my resume. I want you to fax it over and you tell him he can meet me. Well, then I find out her dad is a Purple Heart decorated Vietnam veteran Marine <laughs> pilot. Oh. And I'm, you know, not. No, not, yeah. 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 So, he, so uh, I got to meet him. I don't want to meet him because I'm, I'm afraid. He's also one of those guys, he's 65, he's a human V still. You know, he's one of those yeah, sure. stayed military. Yeah. Like, he could kill me with a napkin. He's a badass. Yeah. I'm afraid to shake his hand. What if he hits a pressure point and my heart just goes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so uh, I, we, picked this, we picked this Mexican restaurant. I figured two white boys in a Mexican restaurant, neutral ground. Yes. Uh, yeah. And we go in, and we're sitting eating chips and guacamole, and I'm freaking out. My dad, a little voice in my head is going, man, this is not going to go well, dude. You're going to say something stupid. I'm like, no, I'm good. No, you're not. I live inside you. I know you're going to say something <laughs> stupid. So we're sitting there talking, and I go, I, I go, uh, tell, so tell me what happened to you in Vietnam. And that, that was it, man. Yeah, the wrong dude, question. I, yeah, because the room changed. The guy yeah. switched, like a switch went on. And he goes, so you want to hear about the Nam, huh? <sighs> All right. I'll tell you about the day I got that purple heart. And I'm like, I and he's like, Chip? No, I don't want Chip. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, so command tells us we got 12 men pinned down river, and Charlie knows we're coming. So we send four birds in low and fast. We hit that LZ, and all hell breaks loose. And at this point, I don't know if he's telling me a story or he's there. <laughs> you know, I'm like trying not to move. I'm making my sure. eyes extra roundy. Yeah. You know? yeah. So he doesn't oh, think you're Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going, he's going, he goes, so Tracy's going up, bullets are flying. Uh, 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 Howitzer 125 shell blows up under the chopper, blew it in half, blew me through the instrument panel. I fell 100 feet to the deck. It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, now tell me a little story about yourself. Oh. Like, How do I man up to this? I don't even play Halo. <laughs> what the hell am I going to say to this dude? But yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a comic and an actress. So I'm like, all right. And my girlfriend's right there. I don't want to punk out front here. So I go, so you ever heard of a little town called Santa Monica? <laughs> One day I was skateboarding in this half pipe down there. And I was on a skateboard, not inline skates, because I'm not a queer. <laughs> and oh. the half pipe had about 10 inches of vert, no big deal. But early days, some kid had spilled a Coke on the rail, right? So I go up to this 50-50 grind and hit the and, and, and my board stopped. I shot off the end of the ramp. When I hit the ground, I tweaked my wrist. <laughs> it hurt, too. <laughs> I got nothing, man. No, 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 no. Hates me. So we walk, we walk out to the parking lot, and I, I, go, I go old school on him. I last ditch ever at the car. I go, sir, I want you to know, as long as your daughter's with me, I'm going to take care of her. And this dude turns around and dead serious looks me in the eye, and he goes, well, if you don't take care of her, one shot, one kill. Oh. <laughs> And then her brother goes in. If you run, you're gonna die tired. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! You guys are hilarious. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is the family I'm in now. Like, cause I'm used to awesome. like in my past, any girl I dated, if their family came after me, I could just go, "It's crystal meth, go!" They would just take off running after yeah, it. Right. <laughs> this, this this family, her mom's uh, got a master's degree in fine arts. Her dad's a Vietnam vet. Her sister's a journalist, and her brother is a federal agent. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you better stay on the up and up. Yeah, you can hear better on CNN if I get my business Jeez, family out. Wow. I'm Will Flitzer, and welcome to the Situation Room. Comedian Christopher Titus, who disappeared three months ago, <laughs> was found today. His body parts strewn across 14 states. Federal agents are claiming natural causes. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. So I write that joke for the show. I go to see him in El Paso, and I'm doing a show in El Paso, and he comes to the show because he works Border Patrol. Good dude, by the way. Shows up to the show, and I, at the end of the show, I go, I go, what do you think of the show? And he goes, they're not going to find you. <laughs> <laughs> 
so they're nice. they're evil and brilliant. And they got a good Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Well, you got the right one then. Well, listen, awesome. uh, Chris uh, is going to be. I'm staying with it forever because I'm scared to death. <laughs> Chris is going to be at uh, Helium. Uh, you got a show tonight, two tomorrow, and two on Saturday, and you've just had a tiny little taste of what you're going to get. <laughs> Man's got a story to tell. Yeah, unbelievable, man. You will feel. Thanks, man, and and uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You guys right. are cool. Anytime. Are you kidding me? Please uh, enjoy your time while you're in Philly. Eh? Right. And would you get? Hey, 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 was that good or what? Yeah. <laughs> Cause she, you got to get her a, a guy that t twists her up. Cause she was so like she said she broke up. She broke Marissa. up with her. Marissa. You yeah. got to get her a guy that twists her up. I want y'all. Want you coming in here sobbing <laughs> after the breakup? <laughs> sobbing you, like you're playing a Paramore song just over. <laughs> <laughs> she's acting tough. I know it hurts. I know. No, we'll she's not. Look, she's not like, acting tough at all. Oh, she's, no. she's heartless and soulless. Uh, wow. And you only talked to her for five minutes. I know. <laughs> hey, heliumcomedy.com for the ticket information, ladies and gentlemen. That is Christopher Tyler. Yeah! You're listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Do I smell me some Taco Bell? Oh, yeah, you do. Is that what that is? Taco Bell and KFC? Oh, awesome. I was wondering. They, they were uh, coming by this morning to help promote their uh, grilled chicken tailgate feast that they have. And they've got some very special deals that are going on. That's, uh, you want me I've to never tasted tailgate. Well, no, it's not that. <laughs> it's actually the chicken. But uh, they, their tailgate feast, you get uh, 10 pieces of uh, the KFC chicken, three large sides, six biscuits, six hot wings, and a thirst-quenching mega jug. Perfect for feeding a bunch of hungry fans. And they got specials on chicken ranch gorditas and that Gorditas, burritos. And you can win Eagles uh, season tickets according to them as well and you can go to um you can get a, a, a sweepstakes form at kfc and taco bell or go to my ticket to fly.com for more information so and they are the official sponsors of the philadelphia eagles by the way taco bell and kfc awesome and they brought by some goodies i course. think i'll have 30 or 40 tacos because you can easily yeah nicked over right in what do you what do you he's on his knife taco what he's is it? three burritos and tacos? an enchilada chicken gordita chicken gordita all right anyway um well listen we got, what was that no that's casey, <laughs> casey mimicking like, um <laughs> nick's full <laughs> mouth um let me see here kathy do you still go to walmart regularly you know what there's not a Walmart near my house. KOP. When I lived in uh, Bucks County, there was a Walmart right, you know, not too far from me. But now I've kind of moved on to Target. But yeah. um, when I did go to Walmart, I definitely saw some of this stuff. Well, this uh, this website, which actually Casey wants to lay claim to being the discoverer of the group here, and yes, uh, and he found it and passed it along to us called PeopleOfWalmart.com. And I and I daily I get people who have said, "Have you seen this website?" or send me emails. We lived in. And we've yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah. Walmart is is a great place for buys, but it can be a scary place to people watch, and uh, people. But, but that's a fun place too because yeah. of that. People of Walmart uh, uh, has uh, just standard shoppers that happen to be in Walmart with their cell phone cameras, take pictures of some of the patrons, and they send it over. And some of the the pictures are scream. It's astonishing. And we, I guess, we linked off of PrestonandSteve.com One of the a few times, yeah. Okay, we'll get a, a good gunt picture or right. Uh, oh, there was one up just recently. It was yeah. a home. It was it a was bajumic. a full bajumic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, and uh, we we got an email yesterday actually from uh, the co-creator of that website, and he said they've been been getting a lot of traffic through our website. Uh, so we said, well, you definitely got to come on. Please welcome Luke Wary. Yeah. PeopleWalmart.com. Hey, Luke, how you doing? Good, how are you guys? Good, man. So, hey, where are you out of, by the way, Luke? Uh, I live in Myrtle Beach now, but I'm originally from Pittsburgh. Okay. All right, so you live in Myrtle Beach now. Is there, I assume there's a Walmart in Myrtle Beach. 
Oh, there's a ton in there, and there's just there's just plenty of gems. Dude, listen, <laughs> the the one that that I really loved. Some of it's not just people too. No, like, it's it's what they drive. Yeah, there's one that I that I I just Steve showed it to me, and I lost it. It was a car like a like a beat up Nova, or I don't know what it was. <laughs> And somebody had fashioned a a spoiler on it, but I've never seen a spoiler that was made from a bookshelf before. <laughs> it was a wooden, unpainted bookshelf. Yeah, it was like you know nailed to the back of this car, uh, and and somebody and thought serious. that looked cool. Yeah. Oh, my just too God. much. Now, Luke, because there's I, I looked at the site and there's actually, um, you know, some people who are not very happy with your site. And you you post the comments that they say, are all of these pictures actually from Walmart or outside in the parking lot? That's yeah. As far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, after looking at it, there may be like one or two that are that are kind of questionable. Uh, there's there's one um, a, a, a woman has a shirt on that's like pink and really tight and. Just a lot of stuff hanging out. It kind of looks like she might not be at one. And then there's another picture on there where a lady has a, it looks like a cheetah print shirt with leopard print pants. Oh, I've seen know. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody said that might have been a Trader Joe's. But, you know, <laughs> like when we look at it, if it's a fantastic picture and that person looks like they would shop at Walmart. You know? <laughs> Good enough I, I think that's. I think that's exactly right. Because it, it's more, in this case, I think it qualifies as sort of a, a state of mind. Uh, you know, a, a, a lifestyle, perhaps, and and I I think what's indicative of this lifestyle is that the people have no mirrors that they look at before they <laughs> yeah. leave the house because the stuff that people will wear out. And I've seen I I see them at Target too. People who have no concept of what is appropriate attire out in public. I hear you. Yeah, and, and, and that, that's what this what the site so brilliantly highlights. Well, and then there's also, I mean, there's people who obviously have the ridiculous clothing on or the cars that are, you know, just out of control. But I'm looking at a picture now. It's a guy in Texas who's at a Walmart, and uh, it says, you see this correctly, it's an old man uh, with big, delicious-looking breast implants. It's a man, like, in his 70s or 80s with breast implants. That, what the hell is that? Uh-huh. Have you? I don't know, a bunch of people, you know, keep keep saying that that, that it's Photoshop, and and people will go through the picture and be like, "Hey, look at the shadow here; it's Photoshop." But then there's like 30 people that put comments on that picture, like, "Hey, I saw this guy. He always wears low cut V necks, and he's always like flashing people and stuff like that." Yeah. So I mean, it's obviously real, and these kind of people do exist, you know. Luke, how many? Uh, uh, what percentage of these pictures? Because a lot of them that I've seen are. Men wearing, you know, not full on in drag, but some of women's clothing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that's about. I mean, do you, do <laughs> you, you guys, get a percentage? Do you get a lot of those? I mean, uh, you, you, I'll tell you what, the ones that are on the website are probably all the ones we get because we can't get enough of those because whenever we see those, we just think they're hilarious. So if we get something like that, you know, we we usually put it up. So I, I'd say. Probably about 100 percent of the ones up there are what we've got. How how active is the is the submission rate on this? Because obviously everyone has a camera now in their phone. And uh, yeah. how many do you get on a daily basis? A few hundred, probably. Okay. Uh, and, and when you first started the site, how many of these pictures are actually taken by you? Um, I think we we might have taken the first uh, five or six, probably. I mean, if you go on the last page, I think we might have taken those. They're, they're not the best, but it was just material that we could put on the site to kind of get the ball rolling, you know? Now, now has, uh, has anyone from Walmart contacted you guys? No, the only, the only thing we heard from Walmart, uh, I don't know if it was one of their affiliates, but, uh, 
they said um, a couple kids putting pictures up on, on the Internet isn't newsworthy to us. Oh, oh yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Good. Let's hope it stays that way, man. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, I hear you. That's what we're hoping for. You know, me, we don't want them to rear their ugly head and, and try to shut us down. Let me tell you something. That's Your site provides even more incentive for me to go to uh, Walmart and check it out just to go people watching because... You know, it, it, the collection that you have on the website alone should should account for like a thirty to forty percent increase in business. It's <laughs> just amazing. You know, we get we get a, uh, you know quite a few emails every day from people like, "Hey, uh, I don't I don't shop at Walmart. I haven't shopped at Walmart for five or six years, but but I'm going to go now and bring my camera with me." <laughs> yeah, totally. It's going to drive even more traffic. I'm looking at one Steve right now. It says, uh, "Just a goat shopping at Walmart. <laughs> it's a goat walking around inside the store." Oh, it's brilliant. There's another one with a woman who's carrying a monkey through the store. She brought her pet monkey with her. Oh, the, oh, the dude is Hold dressed on. as Captain America. Hang on a second here, and, and let's see if we concur this. Hang on, Luke, I'm going to take a phone call. Hi, Carly. Are you? Oh, wait, hold on a second here. Uh, why is that not working? Carly. Hey, Carly, are you there? Yep, I'm here. All right, Carly, what were you going to say? Oh, you guys were talking about the guy with breast implants yes. in Texas. It's in Texas? Yeah. Okay. I lived in Austin for a long time. That guy's name is Leslie. He's everywhere. He runs for mayor every couple years. <laughs> so he's legit. He's there legit. You go. He's, he's totally legit. Those breast implants are breast implants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You that's know. awesome. And, and the, that's just amazing. <laughs> All right. So if people want to uh, send you pictures of shots that they've gotten at Walmart, uh, is it uh, easy to do? Yeah, you can either go on the website uh, at the top right. We have a we have a little banner. It'll say it says submit your wall creature. You can click that, um, and you can send it to info at peopleofwalmart dot com, or you can just you can just go into your email and just just send it straight from there. Just make sure you attach your picture. Um, you can put a caption there. Uh, we'll probably end up changing it because most of the ones we get aren't very funny. So uh, and just put what state you put the picture in, or you took the picture in, and then uh, you'll be good to go. Dude, I'm like, I keep Nick which one is this? Nick keeps pulling up these pictures. Here's like a uh, I don't know. It's just like a Ford Taurus or something like that, and hanging out of the trunk is a dead deer's ass. <laughs> it's hanging out of the trunk of the car parked at Walmart. We got an email uh, a couple of days ago from some lady that was absolutely appalled at that picture. She was like, you know, there's a lot of funny things on the on your website, but a picture of a dead deer is just unnecessary. And I wish you guys <laughs> no, man. So I'm, I'm really tempted to put it in the hate mail just so people can read it and laugh at her. You, you should, because I, I find oh. the vajumic far more disturbing than the dead deer in the trunk. Oh. <laughs> That's a brilliant one. Eaten. Well, listen. Yeah, at least one can be. <laughs> Luke, we love it. If you, if you, you know, if you get one, you know, like a picture that's just a home run, just contact us. Yeah, let we'll, us know. We'll make sure we put it up on our site and share it with everybody that uh, listens. Well, to the I, show. I just wanted to give you guys a sneak peek uh, for what's to come later on today. There's a uh, there's a picture in one of the aisles of a mini horse. Somebody brought a mini horse into Walmart. <laughs> into so. Walmart. Yeah, so that's going to be posted probably with probably within a few hours. All okay. right. Yeah, okay. let us okay. keep us uh, up, up to speed on that, and we'll definitely get the word out. <laughs> No problem. All right, Luke. Thanks a lot, man. Best of luck. No problem. You guys take right, care. We'll talk to you later. There you go. You know, you people, know what? I'm, peopleofwalmart.com. I'm hoping it gets to the point where you can start taking video files because if people can run a little quick time, you know, on, on their phone. Yeah. To just see, to see the, I'd love to see this 70 year old guy with breast implants walking around. Oh, absolutely. Selling it. Wow. But if you haven't seen the site yet, it's, it's brilliant. You can link through our website. Uh, all right. Another guest on our show ready to go.
actually spent a little time with him uh, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. What a um, what a freaking hilarious telling night! Telling you, was. I howled. I just howled in laughter. I got emails from people sitting around me that were like, "I recognize that laugh," <laughs> and then I turned around and it was you. It's because that's how loud I was laughing. Uh, it's always sunny. Is on tonight, ten o'clock on FX, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Charlie Day. Yeah. Hey, Charlie. What's up, guys? Hey, man. How you doing? Good, man. Well, I'm, I'm going around taking pictures of people in Costco. <laughs> <laughs> people love Costco. Costco, yeah. Dude, that's a good spot, too. <laughs> yeah. It's right. a bit of a delay. We I guess. do have a delay on the yeah. phone line. Uh, where are you right now? Anyway, Charlie, are you on the West Coast? I'm on the West Coast, man. The sun hasn't even risen yet. Uh, All right. Thanks for getting up early. How did the rest of the shows go with uh, uh, the live stage show? Because, uh, like, like we were saying earlier, we, we just... Loved it here in Philly. Guys, I'm, I'm so glad you got to see that. I, this was the most fun I think I've ever had in my life. Uh, and we, we had a great time when we got back to the West Coast. I mean, Seattle was, was great. They made a lot of noise. And in San Francisco, there was a group of, uh, a group of kids who dressed up in powdered wigs. From the 1776 episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That is awesome. Yeah. We, had, we had a few green men at our show. It was, it was great. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's all done. And, uh, and you guys, you know, just get back to, uh, you know, promoting the show and all that stuff. Has there been any talk about doing another run out on the road down, you know, a ways down? Yeah. I mean, I think there has been just because really it was sort of painless and a lot of fun and, uh, you know, the only thing I ever had to worry about was losing my voice. And not really from doing the show, but from partying so much afterwards. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think we might we might hit up a few more cities. I think uh, we felt bad that we skipped over the whole middle of the country, so... Yeah. Well, you know, the the, the the deal here is that uh, I, we were talking to, to Rob, and he said that you were just sort of doing it for the love of the promotion and, and getting up on stage and doing it, but it really wasn't a money-making venture. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know... We were all pretty burned out from just working really hard on the fifth season, and then when this came along, uh, we were saying, you know, well, should we do it? You know, we're not going to make any money, or, you know, it's going to be good a good story to talk about, but it's not going to be amazing press. But, um, and I think uh, it just came down to, you know, when are we going to get a chance in our lives to play the Beacon Theater, to play the Tower Theater, to play the House of Blues in Boston? Never. So, uh, you know, because <laughs> we're not rock musicians. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you got to do it. You got to. That opportunity comes up. You got to do it. I think it's sort of a once in a lifetime thing. Well, while we were there, you guys uh, showed a, a couple of things. You showed one of the uh, one of the episodes that's going to air later on in the season. I think it was like you know seventh or eighth down the road. Flipadelphia, uh, Flipadelphia. That's right. And there was a, another one that I guess it's on the DVD or will be coming out later, specifically on DVD, which was a, a very uh, sunny Christmas. And <laughs> dude, dude, it was so. Wrong. It was awesome. And I have to ask why you guys are filming it. And I'm not going to give any of this away, but there it's, it's kind of gory and, yeah. it, and it involves Santa Claus. And while you were filming that, there are children running around <laughs> and were they all freaked did, out? Yeah. Did they know what was going on? <laughs> uh, you know, it was one of those things where, where you write it and then you get down to set and you realize that there's a bunch of 
kids everywhere. <laughs> and, you, and then you kind of, you know, you, you haven't done the math in your head, and you say, well, all right, well, are they going to hear me? Because there's, there's a lot of players in it, too, because the, the Christmas episode is completely uncensored. Yeah. And then it's just for DVD. So, uh, you know, you get done, and, and apparently these children all have mothers who or fathers who have signed some release who are willing to <laughs> let them hear and witness terrible things just to... Have yeah. a chance of them possibly being on uh, on television. So it was one of those things where I had to kind of take a deep breath and say, "All right, I guess I'm going to be an awful person." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wondering if anybody spoke to them ahead of time and said, "Now this is fake blood." Sure, yeah. And I, uh, from you know. what Charlie's saying, it seems like that's not the case. <laughs> 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 You, you try and explain to them, but <laughs> down to it, my, my face is covered in blood and I'm kicking the crap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, as I was reading about you, and obviously, you know, we, we've we've uh, had you on many times before, but uh, your your transition, um, uh, you, you basically were doing acting and you started writing out of necessity because uh, because of the the limited budget with this show, uh, and and uh, you know, you, you'd never done any writing before um, before it's always sunny. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd, I'd written things down, but, uh, <laughs> I never, I never really fancied myself a writer. Right. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's been sort of a fluke, but, um, it's funny. I, I, uh, sometimes I think I actually like it or am better at it than, than the rest of it, but who knows? Well, I think it works because you, you guys, and since you're all active, uh, actively writing on the show, you, you know your own voice better than anyone else. And I think that's what what uh, really feeds the authenticity of of the uh, of the show, even though it's Santa getting the crap kicked out of him. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we know what we want to say. So when you know that, I guess writing comes easy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask uh, a question because you're married to the waitress in real life, and Robin and Caitlin are married. Uh, is it and and so. The waitress hates your guts on the show, and Rob and Caitlin are pretty contentious. And he's got to say some things to her, like, like she's got a horse face, and 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 he. So he's saying mean things to her. Does that help out actually in the marriage? You know, when when your real life wife is just savagely mean to you. Uh, no, I don't think it helps. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was some kind of bizarre therapy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to take a second, Charlie, to to thank you and the other cast members because every time you guys have been in town and you're filming in the city, wherever you are, or even at the Tower a couple of weeks ago, you guys are just the absolute nicest people I've ever yeah. met. And you go out of your way to make sure that everybody gets a picture or gets an autograph. Everybody from from you and Glenn and and you know Caitlin and Rob to Danny DeVito, it's just it always blows me away how awesome you guys are to your fans. Well, that's nice you say. You know, um, I think there was one. I think San Francisco was the only one. Well, we didn't get a chance to go and, and shake hands with some of the fans afterwards and uh a little doubt about that. But, um, you know, you try and give back to the, uh, the people that are giving so much to you. I mean, they're buying DVDs, they're coming to shows, they're, uh, they're telling their friends to watch. So, um, you know, you got to give a little bit back. Cool. And that's what you get from these guys, most definitely. All right, man. Well, 10 o'clock tonight on FX. It's always sunny on once again. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, Charlie? All right, man, I'm going to go uh, walk around Walmart and see if I can. <laughs> yeah, do it. Good, Good luck. luck with that. All right, Charlie Dagan. Yeah. Always sunny in Philadelphia. That was a long delay on a phone, man. Real long delay on the phone line. It's, it always makes it difficult to uh, communicate, but he couldn't be a nicer guy, man. When we, we went uh, to, the, uh, to the show at the Tower... 
Uh, we did have some passes that uh, allowed us to get back into the. It's pretty much all access backstage passes. And we come walking into the back door of the tower. You always feel like a dick when you're doing that well, yeah. in someone else's, you know, show. And then the first time, the first person we see is Charlie coming out of the bathroom, and he's like, "Hey." Come on in! <laughs> and just uh, kind of flagged us back, and it was just... Grab a beer. It don't cost nothing. It was all the cast members and nobody else, and they were just hanging out in this little room. We sat down, cracked open some Sapporos, and uh, had a really good time, man. They're, they're great people, so uh, looking forward to them making, making it back in town for one reason or another. You're listening to Preston and Steve. MMR rocks now. We got a bunch of stuff going on. Melissa Joan Hart's going to join us in a little while, and uh, we've also got a win a date with uh, intern Julius taking yeah. place. Kathy, you wanted to mention something coming up this weekend? No, you know what? It's actually it's ha- tonight. Yeah, it's happening tonight. You guys remember Simon? Um, he was the little blind boy that came in to yeah. help yeah. promote a couple of his events. Well, he's a great kid. Yeah, he's adorable. He's, he's yeah, he's a really great kid. They're having a theater workshop, and it's um, for children with dis- disabilities, and they uh, perform. I think it's uh, it's actingwithoutboundaries.org is where you can get all the information. But tonight at six thirty at the Conchalk and Marriott. Um, they're having an Oktoberfest with uh, beer tasting and cocktails. Ooh. And then um, on Sunday, October 4th is when they do the performance. And this year they're doing The Sound of Music and it's at 630. <gasps> Casey! <And it's- laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can go to actingwithoutboundaries.org for more information. But that's tonight at 630, the Conchalk and Marriott. They're doing an Oktoberfest type right. of thing. Cool. Thank you very much, Kath. Uh, another event that's coming up that we want to mention, uh, obviously, and we have uh, our friend uh, Dave here. Please welcome uh, Dave Simpson from the band Octane. <laughs> We rule. Good to see you. We rule. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Uh, you're a part of a benefit concert that's going on this weekend. Tell us a little bit about that. That is correct. Uh, the the Dave Sale Jr. Memorial Fund. Uh, you guys remember Dave's, uh, mm. Dan oh, Coran yeah. was in your while back. You remember the story. Yeah. We're doing yeah. a concert. Just l- let me bring pe- sure. people up to speed if they don't recall. He was the, uh, the guy that was uh, beaten to death in the parking lot of Citizens Bank Park, was with some friends, bachelor party, uh, and uh, they, they there was another group of people. There was the, the big, uh, you know, clash, and they beat this guy to death in the parking lot. It's a, it a horrible, horrible story. story. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, well, a couple of things went on. You know, first so when stuff like that goes on, it really it really gives the city a bad name because mm-hmm. everybody's going to go Philadelphia. Oh my God! Oh my God! Right. You know, so there's a couple of things we're trying to achieve. A, we want to show Philadelphia that um, you know people can pull together and take care of one of their own, and that people care, mm-hmm. and to you know to to uh, to to help help this guy um and we are doing a show at whiskey tango in northeast philadelphia with uh, four other bands it's going to be danger mouse monkey bus octane steamroller picnic and split quill and i want to thank all those bands for giving their time up because obviously everybody's doing this gratis right you know to to benefit the fund but it's going to be a really good time sure and this is for the david sale memorial fund and uh 100 of the money is going to go to that <laughs> absolutely uh so what's the story how much cost to go to this uh, event i believe i'm not sure what they're charging at the door i, I have seven dollars written here i believe you're i believe okay. that is correct sir all right uh, if you want to give more you can right sure yeah. absolutely i mean 100 of the proceeds are going to go to the uh to the uh, dave sale jr memorial fund uh, so if you want to come, come. It's going to be a good time. Have a few beers. There's going to be a lot of bands, a lot of music going on. Yeah, and that's free draft beer from 9 to 11, by the way. Oh, that's Ooh. excellent. Yeah, so a $7 cover charge. Hello. Hello. Nothing, nothing to it. So, uh, and Whiskey Tango, that's on Bustleton. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we've been there many times. It's a huge room, man. That's a big place, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, a great, you know, and thanks for Whiskey Tango for uh, for giving the room up to, uh, for this event. It is a big place. It's great. If you've never been there before, there's a great sports bar in the back. Now, is this tomorrow or next week? Because I have two conflicting dates here. This is tomorrow. Okay. 
This is tomorrow. That's yeah, because it says October 7th. Yeah, right but here, right? I had it right on my little info sheet over okay. here. Tomorrow so night. So, yeah. Tomorrow yeah. Night, what, what, uh, what time are you guys going on, Octane? We will be on uh, between, around 11 or 11.30. Okay. Something. But there's going to be, you know, if, if you guys get there, I would say get there. Uh, the first band goes on at 9, so if you guys want to get in the door, you know, like 8, 8, 8.30, you'd be, you'd be better off because it's going to be it's going to be packed. Okay. Friday night, tons of live music, good party bands, and, uh, of course, we love Octane. They play our, well, you know, our uh, Fat, Fat Tuesday. Tuesday. Party. Party. Fat Tuesday, we had the uh, the TLA, the uh, the uh, the, yeah. the Halloween party. The creep last show, year. yeah, that was right, dude. It's been a while. You haven't sat in one. I know, while. dude. I'm ready to go. I'm getting better. <laughs> I've uh, I've uh, you know been practicing even more, so I'm ready for the next game. Awesome. <laughs> I'll pop up one evening. Uh, all right, cool. And uh, I, do you guys have Octane.com? Is that your website? Yes, or? we do. There's uh, OctaneRocks.com. Uh, we want to point people to uh, Facebook.com/slash OctaneRocks. That's right. our. We're putting a big push on Facebook right now. So. Cool, man. All right, well, we'll send people over that way. Good to see you, Dave. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's Dave Sanders. Yeah. The Man Octane tomorrow night and uh, seven bucks free draft beer for a couple hours. And, uh, you know, and obviously the, the family of David Sale will thank you for you guys and your yeah, broadsided. Yeah, absolutely. Our pleasure. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Uh, let me see. Uh, we have another guest on the line who we need to speak to. Don't think we've ever had her on the show, but well, maybe we have. No, you've been a longtime fan. I have been a longtime fan uh, since Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> you had a big crush. But uh, she is on uh, Dancing with the Stars right now, and uh, we're going to welcome her to talk about that. Please welcome Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah! Yeah! Hello there, Melissa. Hi, everybody. How Hi. are you? Great. How you doing? Good, good. It's early here, but... Yeah, I was going to say, you sound a little tuckered out. Uh, yeah. I know it's early. We just spoke to somebody else in, in California, but on top of it, I would imagine the rehearsing <laughs> and all that yeah, other stuff you got to do. Beat up. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they tried to go to extra lengths, they said, this year to make sure that the injuries wouldn't happen, and that doesn't seem to be working. Well, I think everybody just, you know, everybody's bodies are different. It's something we're not used to. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty aggressive schedule, and... Right now, it's like, you know, for me, I just started a new dance yesterday, and I get thrown all around, so my back is tweaked. What what dance are you doing next week? Uh, the samba. The samba. Because okay, you did the jive this past week, right? Yeah, I did. I did. I'm going to do it on Ellen today, but it's, uh, it's a fun, crazy dance. But now I'm doing the samba, which is sexy and slow, but still kind of fast footwork. So. When, when are they going to get to crunking? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to do that. Oh, all right. <laughs> I just thought that'd be kind of cool. Next, the week after next, uh, after the samba, everyone has the samba or the rumba this week. The week after that, there's four brand new dances that have never been done on the show before. Really? What is it? What are uh, they? You could see Charleston, Country Two-Step, Lombada, or Bolero. Well, the, wow. the Lombada is the forbidden dance. Are you That's sure you right. want to do that? That's right. All right. Uh, and and I noticed the uh, the kids are probably keeping you busy too. I heard a few. They of them. are, yeah. They're they're here. They're they're running around like little monkeys. How many you got now? I got two. And how old? And, and a one year old boy. Oh wow, man! Three year old, yeah. one year old. Yeah. Okay. Mo most of us here on the show have kids, so we definitely know what that yeah. whole thing is. Like. <laughs> Uh, by the way, kudos to your, uh, you know, bouncing back weight-wise. I, I bought that copy of People Magazine because oh, you were on the cover. Thank you. I appreciate that. Look very hot in the bikini. And are oh. you are you keeping, I, well, we can see from the show you're keeping uh, fit and trim. Is, is Have you have you uh, come, come down even more size-wise because of all the work that you're doing? I've toned up in a totally different way. Yeah. I was really toned before, but now I'm toning up in a different way. But, you have huge um, biceps? I have huge biceps. No, no biceps. <laughs> No, actually, no arms, really. Now it's all legs. So yeah. Leg and core. But I, uh, it's funny because I keep going, oh, I'm dancing, so I'm going to eat these raviolis. Oh, I'm dancing, so I'm going to have to eat it on the fly. <laughs> you know, so. Sure, you can, you can sort of trade it out. 
as you're, I would be losing a lot more weight if I wasn't eating so much. With the the way you guys expend energy on that show and the way you're moving around and just nerves wise, do you know if anyone's ever thrown up backstage? I know that Kelly Osbourne was pretty nervous. She was thrown up the week before. I don't think it was backstage, but not not that anyone could tell me because that was my thing. I was like, has anyone thrown up? Has anyone thrown up? And they're like, not on the show. So. <laughs> well, that would be awesome if you could. Well, listen. I, Trust me, I'm close enough back there. I'm I'm terrified enough that I, it could happen. Uh, you know, you being an actress, you've you've had experience with uh, you know having to have uh, uh, scenes that are that are intimate with people that you don't know and so on and so forth. But with the dancing thing, you guys just—I mean, you may as well be dry humping each other on uh, some <laughs> of these. Yeah. Does Does it get a little weird like the first few times? I mean, because after you do it over and over, obviously you get used to it and there and there motions yeah, that yeah. you have to go through. But at first, it's got to be like, wow, okay. It's a little weird. When we were doing the cha cha, he wanted to put he wanted to be nose to nose literally like just put our noses together and i was like well that's weird but then by the jive we're like doing eskimo kisses and um you know shimmies and you know so this guy's just looking to make to make out with you yeah totally this week the samba we're like nose to nose through half of it our hips don't separate like it's it's kind of crazy but um but you know it's fun it's whatever it's 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 dancing yeah. Have you struck up a friendship with any of the other uh, dancers? That I have. Kelly. Love Kelly. She's such a sweet girl. And yeah. Debbie Mazar. So amazing. Love that woman. And Tom DeLay. You guys are like best friends. Yeah. Tom really <laughs> sweet, actually. He's a really sweet guy. Well, I tell you, Kelly Osborne has been kind of a big surprise uh, as well. I mean, I, I've only I saw the you know highlights of that first dance that she did, and I was yeah. like, okay, wasn't expecting that. She could actually. I know move. everybody was really surprised. She's very elegant. She's you know she's a little lady, so she's yeah. uh, she's doing great. Were you surprised that uh, Kathy Ireland got the axe? A little bit, you know. Um, I mean, I think that everybody else. Well, she improved so much too. Everybody improved so much the second week. It was tough. It was tough competition. Everybody's points are so close together that it's really the audience's vote. So that's why I'm acting like a politician and asking people to vote for me. <laughs> you, you'd sort of have to because the people who do end up losing are the ones that don't play to the home audience. Yeah, well, it's the ones that, you know, sometimes the votes get split up or, um, you know, or you just your fans think you're safe and they don't bother. It's the same thing that happened like Chris Daughtry, you know, on Idol. Right. Everyone thinks he's safe, so nobody bothers to dial the phone. Uh, and, and you know what? By the way, Steve, I'm going to say on your behalf, uh, Melissa, if you, if when the camera shows you and, and it's time to vote, uh, don't do the thing where you stick your thumb and pinky finger out <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, shape yeah, of I a telephone. That, oh, thank you. Steve, I think you're so tempted to do it, but yeah, I, I try not to. Steve <laughs> will vote for you just. I will vote for you just on that alone. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I would be more impressed if you actually pulled a phone out of your cleavage. And, 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 yeah, <laughs> that's no. hilarious. Do, do it. it. Okay, I gotta find it one small enough. Is there, um, you know, like Steve asked you about uh, friendships and sparking up some friendships with some of the contestants? But is there like, is it a real competition? I mean, there are people that get into it and you know get mad if they don't get the scores they want, or you know if someone does better than them. You know, with the Olympians, the athletes, people that are used to competition, that maybe it would be like that. But it's not really anymore. We're all. We're all sort of in it together, you know. Although when someone does walk down the stairs, we're like, fall, 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 fall. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> Other than that, it's, no, it's like, it's totally, it's totally nice backstage. I, everyone's really warming up. There's no attitude with this cast. It's nice. I think because everybody's doing something uncomfortable, there's no way to be cocky or, you know, there, there's just no way to sort of have that attitude because it's not your show. It's the dancer's show. You know, it's, you're only on it for a short amount of time. Everybody wants to make it through and survive and, 
You know, so it's, everybody's in a really great mood. I have to ask because there's always some, there's a whole bunch of celebrities that come down to watch this all the time. Yeah. Who, who, who just caught you off guard? You said, holy Christ, that person's sitting in the audience. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Rourke? Yeah, was, my mom was like, was Mickey Rourke there? I'm like, I'm sitting next to you, mommy. I was like, what? Who was he there to see? I have no idea. It was like, you. You know, and then like the ABC stars come out. The ABC always wants their stars right. sitting in the front row. But I had, I was lucky I had Marky Post. Jamie Presley's supposed to come see me in a few weeks, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, are you are you friends with Jamie? Yeah, yeah. I went to her wedding last weekend. Yeah, oh, she just got married. Wow. Yeah, that's right. You're friends with Marky Post? Marky Post. Love Marky Post. And so Kelly what? Martin came to see me, my best friend. And... Oh, that's right, cool. Is Kelly, Kelly Martin the chick from uh, Life Goes On? Yes, she is. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get Michael Strahan to come see me too. Michael, Michael Strahan, yeah. Tell him, ask him why he didn't call in for our interview. Yeah, Michael Strahan. He, uh, yeah, he uh, He blew us up for an interview. I want to go. I want to watch. He's the nicest guy in the world. Is he? Well, tell him that he's dead to us. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So when do you when do you dance next? Is it tonight? Oh no, Monday. Monday. Okay. All right. Well, that's when we'll be sure to uh, to check out and see how. Try not to die until then. Yeah. I won't. I won't. I'll take good care of myself. You guys got to watch. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be hot. And you got to make sure your people vote so that I can talk to you more. Oh, we love that. All right. All right. Sounds good, Melissa. Thanks for coming on. Good luck to you, okay? Thanks, I appreciate All right, it. All Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Yeah. with the stars. She was uh, a youngin. She, what was the show that she had before Sabrina? It was Clarissa. Clarissa Explains It All. Right. So, um, and, and I guess she was like uh, that was pre teenage, right? And then she, she, she and her mother started the production company that that was responsible for Sabrina. So by the time she was like yeah. seventeen or eighteen, she was a multi millionaire. Wow, yep. she made all that money on just that show. Yeah, uh, you know what? I couldn't take the show just because of that robot cat that they had on. Uh, just oh, creep- the one that was uh, oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Winston, out, Winston, is that the name? Yeah, of it was the name of it. That drove me nuts. The show. I just thought she was really cute, uh, and she did one movie which, with with, with hey, Adrian Grenier. Yeah, yeah. drive me crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was okay. okay. She was really cute in it. It was a brutal, brutal uh, assault in that movie. Yeah. No. Was there? No. No. <laughs> there like was an 80s romantic comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's like the scene in True Romance with well, I, uh, James Gandolfini. <laughs> he's, he's beating her. No, I do like it because... Uh, this is not enjoyable at all. Allie Larder was in that too, so yeah. a couple of sexy ah. ladies in that movie. Um, all right, so uh, quickly, I know we got to do lesson question, uh, trash, and, and uh, music news, but uh, there is a charity event that we wanted to mention. And it's a lot of charities today, but it's yeah, I know. they're all good. I know, and uh, it's called Andrew's Friends Fun, and we welcome, uh, we have uh, some lovely ladies in here, but the spokesperson is Emily Hussey. You hussy. Emily Hussey, <laughs> you little hussy. <laughs> Why are we calling you Emily Hussey? Is that your real last name? <laughs> that is my real last name. Are you serious? Yes. And there's uh, not and a joke have... that you can make that I have not heard of. Jane, Janie Hooker behind you? Yeah. <laughs> Emily Hoare? Is that your married name? or? It is. It is. All okay. Right. All right. Uh, well, do, do us a favor. Tell us real quickly about uh, Andrew's <coughs> Friends Fund and what, uh, what event you guys have coming up. Well, Andrew's Friends Fund was um, established. Um, our dear friends... 17-month-old son tragically passed away this summer, and um, we've developed a fund to try to create um, playgrounds in the area in order to um, celebrate his life. How did did he he pass? He um, drowned. Okay. So it was in a a backyard pool? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's horrible. That's a nightmare. It's... Yeah, and yeah, it's the worst part. I mean, you know, I've got three kids, and I couldn't even imagine something like that. Um, so you guys want to help uh, uh, honor his life, carry on his name, uh, building playgrounds, and what uh, what event is coming up so people can help out with this and contribute? Um, Saturday night, 6 to 9, at Brownies 23 East in Armour. 
We are having a um, a beef and beer. Okay. okay. Uh, always always good because always you don't good. don't Absolutely. pay a lot. You end up gorging yourself and drinking yourself into a coma. Exactly. This should be actually a charity for That's people who have died during beef, <laughs> beef, 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 beef and beers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Great auction items. Big screen TVs. All kinds of sports tickets. Um, a trip to Vegas. Oh. Um, now you know the rat killer got a fourteen inch set, so you're gonna have to beat that. You have to beat that, and you don't even have to kill a rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Brownies knows how to do it too. They do a lot of these, you know, these fundraising events right. and, and yeah. beef and beer. So yeah. that's a good place to have it. Yeah, Joe Rufo is a, a wonderful man and offered this to us uh, the second that we established this fund. All right, cool. all right so it's thirty dollars a person. If you want to go as a couple, uh, it's fifty dollars, right? Yes. All right, cool. All right, and uh, yeah, a couple. <laughs> Do you just pay at the door, or do you get tickets ahead of time? You can do either. Okay. Um, it is on your website. Mm-hmm. If they want to contact us, uh, actually, about now, it's probably too late to contact us for tickets. But okay. absolutely come and line up at the door. It's going to be a good time. All right, and uh, like uh, like Miss Hussey said, uh, you can... <laughs> Go to PrestonandSteve.com and look on the community page, which, of course, there are always great events going on. And this is another one of those. And especially because you don't pay a whole lot and you end up drinking and having a great time. Preston, it's a great cause. You've pointed out many times, you are probably be going out. You might be going out to Brownies anyway. Yeah. And this, yeah. you can do a good thing for what, you know, and, and get a great deal. Is is this uh, is this an open bar thing or no? Um, anything that's not beer is a uh, dollar a drink. Okay. Oh, wow. So I'd have to pay so for my Roy Rogers. So yeah. 30 bucks, man. I mean, that's that's nothing. Uh, and and uh, that gets you a great night out and for an amazing cause, too. So. Andrew's mother is here, by the way. Uh, she's holding a picture of her son. Oh, uh, you're Andrew's mother. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry to hear about that. Well, help, hopefully this will help you guys out and, uh, you know, and everybody can remember who he was in a short time here. So, uh, well, thank you guys. By the way, these, old, these women are all very I know. well yeah. out, aren't they? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You think that, and you're like, wow, it's a cool charity, and really, our heart goes out yeah, to you, and yeah. you guys are yeah. hot. Yeah, but they're, the, they're rocking some major honkers. I know. The I, on you. I feel like such a freaking pervert. Man. You are. I know. You are. But they brought us Snuggies. Let's, uh, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. No, but look, they're they're wearing tight shirts. Yeah. They know what they they're know doing. It. Yeah. You know. Her name's Hussy, for crazy. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys. Good luck with your event, okay? Thank we you. appreciate it. Thank you very much. Woo! Details at PrestonAndSteve.com. All right, so we have a lesson question we are going to ask right now, and we will set you up with $50 in New Jersey lottery tickets if you can answer this correctly. Uh, what kind of underwear was the contestant wearing when her vagina was exposed on So You Think You Can Dance? Uh, what kind of panties, I should yeah. say? Panties. 215-263-WMMR. Uh, I dated a girl who hated that word. Panties? Yeah. yeah. Panties. My, my best friend hates the word. You can't even say it from yep. her. Really? Yeah, she hates it. Uh, These ladies all hate, all hate panties, panties, too. You hate panties? Still? Hey. Oh, I love it. Take them off. Yeah. What do you think about discharge? <laughs> like, moist. 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 Uh, see, everybody hates hate it. All right, 215 Why would I love to play those more? WMMR, call now. Let's see if we can get it right. Oh, I love trash. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. <laughs> I just haven't heard the word discharge in a long time. It's gross. Yeah. I'm glad you have it. Oh, my God. All right, it's going crazy. The Planet Fitness $1 sale now through October 7th. Sign up at Planet Fitness for only $1 and then pay just $10 a month with no commitments. Online at planetfitness.com. Steve, what's going on? Well, rumors are rampant that Justin Timberlake has dumped physically perfect girlfriend Jessica Biel. In a touching display of candor, Timberlake told reporters, quote, to be perfectly honest, my penis is tired. <laughs> Former The Hill star Lauren Conrad's novel L.A. Candy about a regular gal whose life changes when she stars on a reality show 
is going to be made into a movie. If the movie, which will be based on a book about a TV show, is a success, it will more than likely be turned back into a reality show, at which point the devil will rise from hell and destroy the earth. (laughs) And finally, Tori Spelling has been hospitalized twice in two days this week after complaining of severe nausea. Doctors were reportedly able to treat the problem by having Tori place a blanket over her makeup mirror. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> trash. All right, thank you, Steve. Uh, to the phones, Miguel, let's see if we get an answer to the question, what kind of underwear was the contestant wearing when her JJ was exposed? <laughs> and so you think you can dance? Uh, I'm going to go to Rich. Hey, Rich, how are you, man? I'm doing great, sir. How are you doing? Good, buddy. What's the answer? Uh, Harry Panties. Harry yeah. Panties. Also the uh, star of a great series of private detective novels. Harry Panties. Why don't you put panties on the case? Name's Panties. <laughs> Harry Panties. Yeah. <laughs> of, all the, of all the Elaine Bryan she had to walk into mine. <laughs> What's right. your name, Sticks? All right, let me go to Red Show. Name's Panties. Harry Panties. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on just a minute, Rich. We're going to give you a $50 Mad River gift card uh, plus a four-pack of tickets to join Kathy and Jackson. River Palooza this Saturday, Mad River and Maniunk. That's the wrong prize. What? $50 in New Jersey lottery <laughs> tickets. Yeah! Sorry about that. If the red ball pops up in the New Jersey... That was for stupid question. I was reading the wrong thing. That's all right. It happens. If the red ball pops up in the New Jersey Lottery's Pick 4 bonus draw now through October 25th, your prize doubles, and you can play Pick 4 from the New Jersey Lottery. Give your dreams a chance. All right. Now we got music news. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Music News. All right. Music News brought to you by the Pennsylvania Lottery this Saturday's Powerball jackpot now has an estimated annuity of $193 million. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so don't forget to play. Pennsylvania Lottery proceeds benefit older Pennsylvanians every day. Players must be 18 or older. Pearl Jam notched its first number one debut on the Billboard 200 oh, album chart in 13 Very years nice. this week. And that's with their ninth studio effort, Backspacer. Uh, with due respect to Pearl Jam, it's because nothing else was really oh, selling sure. very well. Yeah, uh, The disc, which sold exclusively through Target, iTunes, and selected independent stores, sold 189,000 copies since arriving on September 20th. It's the first time the band has hit number one, uh, the first since No Code, and that sold 367,000 copies. A little bit Pearl Jam's... Previous effort, uh, the self-titled CD in 2006 sold 279,000 copies, and that landed at number two. Steve, I was reading the liner notes, and one of the audio engineers, because they recorded it in two different places, is named Steve Morrison. I knew it! Did you hear about I that? I knew I was meant to do this work. So, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Kings of Leon. Thank you. Uh, Kings of Leon have uh, notched another milestone in their careers with their single, Use Somebody, hitting number one on the mainstream Top 40 radio chart. Big uh, hit. This comes exactly a year after the release of the band's fourth studio album, Only by the Night, which has become the Southern Group's first million seller in the U.S. and yielded two other rock radio hits. Uh, one of those, Sex on Fire, earned the quartet their first Grammy for Best Rock Performance by Duo or Group with Vocal. Uh, ACDC frontman Brian Johnson has issued a message on the medical procedure, which forced him off the road and led the band to postpone the first six dates uh, of the next leg of its Black Ice World Tour. Was it a tummy tuck? It was supposed to be uh, begin uh, Thursday night. No, he wrote, uh, it's an inside job that forced me to reschedule those upcoming six shows. Inside being the operative word here. My insides were giving me lots of trouble, ulcers and such. 
Uh, they were really uncomfortable. He was making poopies, is what Kat, uh, Casey's saying. And painful, <laughs> which uh, required me to see immediate <laughs> medical attention. My yes. tummy hurts. The doctor. Uh, I got too much doo doo in my underpants. <laughs> <laughs> the doctors uh, looked me over, poked, scanned, and prodded all possible areas. In the end, they gave me a clean bill of health, but insisted uh, I take a bit more time to recuperate and rest up. So that's what was going on. Uh, Paramore's first headlining tour in support of its newly released album, The Brand New Eyes, did not get off to a great start Tuesday night in Pomona, California. The singer, uh, Haley Williams, lost her voice near the end of the gig. This is their first gig. Oh, man. And did not return to the stage for the band's encore. Guitarist Josh Farrow asked the crowd to provide the vocals as the band played its hit song, Misery Business, to close out the show. Just went away. (laughs) Are you ready to rock? Uh, R.E.M. reunited with its former drummer, Bill Barry, earlier this week. Um, He's the dude who had the brain operation, right? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know if he did or not. He had the head transplant. He quit. Uh, at the 40-watt club in Athens, Georgia, the show was headlined by, by guitarist Peter Buck's side projects, The Baseball Project, and The Minus Five. Uh, the gig marked Barry's first performance to play with R.E.M. at the 2007 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, he came up on stage during the encore of both band sets, drumming on covers of the Beatles' The Ballad of John and Yoko, and the McCoys' Hang On Sloopy, and others. Uh, with all the hubbub concerning the shortlist for the 2010 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions, you knew that it was going to be a matter of time before the Ro- uh, Rolling Stone readers would voice their uh, the public's true opinion. Well, the public has spoken, and the top of the list... Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, what? Really? I think people are playing around. Yeah, a bit I think here. so. Uh, but the rest, uh, you know, I'll take that before I take Donna Summer. Uh, the rest of the list rolls out pretty good. Actually, number two on the list is Rush. So oh, I there think, you go. Actually, that should be number one. So I'm glad my my Rush peeps are coming together. Uh, so it was Weird Al Yankovic, Rush, Moody Blues at third, then The Smiths at number yes, four. Yes, of course. Alice Cooper at number five. Uh, number six is television. Television, really? I've heard of television, but I don't really know that. It's the thing you have in your house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a 14-incher. 14-incher, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Beastie Boys, Deep Purple, Lou Reed, Jethro Tull, MC5, The New York Dolls, Roxy Music, hmm. Tom Waits, and yes. Sonic Youth. But do you think um, that Weird Al will ever get into the rock and roll? That Weird Al will ever get in there? I mean, listen, if they're making room for half these other uh, acts, which are, are jokes, uh, uh, yeah, no, put them in. I don't think so because he does cover songs. That's true. Uh, I mean, he That's rewrites true. them, but the music is not his. So I, you know, and the major- the, the originals that he has written have not turned out to be hits. So. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. use an accordion. I kind of doubt it, but he does use an accordion. He's in the accordion hall of fame. And then uh, Nick wanted me to mention this. There is a uh, very cool thing. It's called Star Wars yeah. in concert, and this is going to be November fifteenth. And is this the Philadelphia Orchestra? I think so. Uh, it's it's a lot to read here. I'm sold. Uh, concert goers will be transferred into a galaxy far, far away in a unique multimedia event featuring live musical performances, movie clips, and a special display area of characters from all six of John Williams's epic Star Wars scores in Star Wars in Concert, the Wachovia Center, on Sunday, November 15th at 6 p.m. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds really cool. And uh, let me see here. It's just, it's a huge press release, and I didn't get time to go through the whole thing. Well, just read the whole thing. Uh, no, you don't want me to <laughs> read yeah, the whole it's thing. It's only two pages of text. Tickets are 25, 55, and 75. They will go on sale Saturday at 10 a.m. exclusively via ComcastTix.com and the Wachovia Center box office or select Acme locations as well. Oh, and it's going to be narrated live by Anthony Daniels. Wow. wow. C-3PO. So that should be actually pretty cool. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I got in uh, music news for you. Uh, 
sing it, Case? Isn't it hotter? <laughs> it's uh, pretty hot to begin with. It's a desert planet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You guys are great. Wow. It's been a lot of singing on our yeah, show today. Of course there has. I've enjoyed off the Daddy Duke theme. Party, 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 party down. <laughs> it's the cantina. <laughs> With a face that looks like an elephant over there. <laughs> Look over there. There's a guy. His face looks like a vagina. <laughs> you know that guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. All right. You know All right. What? I'm sorry. What? We got to come up with lyrics for that song. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, listen. As we're taking a break, <laughs> I have... Dave from Octane is writing something down now. <laughs> Thank you. Dave Simpson, pen us a masterpiece. Uh, restart that music, Casey. Oh, Hold man. on. Uh, we've got uh, tickets to see Paramount Pictures Paranormal Activity. Uh, please. <laughs> Bring your parachute. <laughs> And pampers in case you pee yourself. Piss <laughs> off. Anyway, uh, no, it's going to be tonight at midnight at the bridge. And we'll give you a survival kit to keep you awake. Uh, Red Bulls, five-hour energies, power bars, and more. Call right now, 215-263-WMMR. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Yeah. Not bad, man. Not bad at all. And thank you to our friends at uh, Comcast Sportsnet who sent us over that audio this morning and uh, give you some more chills as we get ready to head into postseason very soon. Very soon, October baseball. You got to love it. They sent us another clip of uh, the celebration after the game. If you want to hear this, this is Ryan Howard. Oh, yeah, wear it. Wear it. Suck on it. What? what? Suck on it, he says. <laughs> Suck on it. Yeah, he's spraying wheels with the champagne. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's very cool. That's awesome, man. Uh, let me see here. We got a bunch of things to do before wrapping up uh, for the day, uh, and uh, they do involve some thank yous. And uh, one of them being our friends at uh, KFC and Taco Bell came by, and they uh, they dropped off a ton of food. Dude, I'm hooked on the baked chicken. It's awesome over there. KFC. Right amount of seasoning. Yeah. Uh, and they, they set us up, and they have this big tailgate feast, and it's uh, 10 pieces of uh, KFC chicken, three large sides, six biscuits, six hot wings, and thirst-quenching mega jug, perfect for feeding a bunch of hungry fans. They have the 89-cent chicken ranch gorditas, burritos, and you can win uh, Eagle season tickets because uh, KFC and Taco Bell are the official sponsors of the Philadelphia Eagles. And... <laughs> And you can uh, oh the hell was that? Pick up your ticket to fly sweepstakes. A uh, chance for you to uh, win Eagles season tickets. You can pick them up at KFC and Taco Bell, or go to myticketfly.com for more information. So thank you guys for coming by and feeding yes. us this yes. morning. Delicious stuff. Yep, we do uh, appreciate that very much. And uh, Pierre Robert, hey. looking like he's having a wonderful day today. How are you, Pierre? Very well, thank you. Excellent. Uh, let me see. You got another couple five hundred dollar or one five hundred dollar. Thingy to give away today. Yes, I do. And I gave Matt my Cord clue Williams. on time today. Thank you Did very you? much. Good. Yes, I apologize. Go ahead. No, it's vital to be on time in this world. I've made a life out of doing just that. In you fact, Mr. Punctuality. I am you. Mr. P. That's what the P in Pierre stands for. What a lot of people don't realize, I'm a, 
I'm specifically talking about our, our bosses. Is that you're here about the time we get here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, a little before. A little before. Yeah. And uh, we see you in the in the library doing a lot yep. of research. You're, you're the on library. the microfiche machine. Oh yes, from like six to nine. I got seven bigs now. Yeah, there you seven go. bigs. Well, that's more than migs. Oh, I gotcha. I and gotcha. Uh, gigs. All right, yeah. Hey, I was thinking about you last night because I was watching again the uh, Ken Burns documentary. I missed it series. last night. Oh, it's outstanding. They they spent a lot of time in in one of my favorite parks, which is uh, Yosemite, and I've been there a couple times. It yeah. is just ma as majestic as you could possibly imagine. It's a magnificent show. And that'll run for a while, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's 14 installments. Wow. It's amazing. Uh, I went to see Billy Crystal last night. Yeah. So did Bill. Night. Bill was just telling us about that. <laughs> of uh, 700 Sundays, I think it's called. And uh, I had no idea what to expect. It's The guy is a comic genius. Yeah. yeah. He is. I mean, he's, I think, 60, 61 years old. And the dialogue he goes through... Uh, it's not a stand-up. It's it's kind it's of a the one story of show. his life. Yeah. yeah, and he has a little reproduction of the house he grew up in in Long Island, uh, including the street number and everything. It's the coolest thing on the stage. And he comes out of the house and proceeds to tell the story of his early life growing up uh, and uh, his interest in comedy and his family. It's hysterical. It's funny at times. It's sad. It's just magnificent. The guy is a comic genius. Amazing. And he's in town for a long time. Yeah, like a month stretch yeah. or something like this that. This was a hit on Broadway. Way. Oh, it's and, a huge hit. Uh, Larry Maggot from Electric Factory Concerts uh, produced the show on Broadway and provided a lot of the financing for it when a lot of other people said, I don't think this is such a good idea on Broadway. Smash hit on Broadway. And so he's touring with it. Uh, every few years he takes it out. And it's been in Florida and a couple of different locations. And so we have like 10, week, 10 days, uh, maybe two weeks here in Philly. Uh, t a Tony Award winning show, yeah. from what I understand. At the so. Miriam. It's, it, cool. it, it's just really, really cool. I cool. highly recommend it. We're trying to get him in. That know, would be, be awesome. just awesome. Uh, he has yeah. been into MMR before in the early 80s. Uh, so it's something he might consider. That'd cool. Nice. All right, let's do the letter of the day, Pierre. You ready? Yes. All right, let's go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in Ethel Mertz. Yay! Ethel Mertz. Ethel Mertz. I love Lucy. All Me right, too. We have an Xbox 360 and a Guitar Hero 5 guitar kit. And you can rock any way you want. To 85 of the hottest rock and roll songs from a Couples Retreat starring Vince Vaughn, Jason Bateman, and more. Opening October 9th, and that's yeah, a couple. Universal Pictures. Uh, let me see. Thank you to Christopher Titus, man. Yeah. That dude can talk. Yeah. And he's funny as hell. And he's going to be at a Helium Comedy Club tonight. Two shows tomorrow and two on Saturday. HeliumComedy.com. Uh, also, Charlie Day. We didn't have a, hey. a very good uh, phone connection with him, but uh, he's a great guy. It's always sunny in Philadelphia tonight, 10 p.m. on FX. And also, uh, Melissa Joan Hart, Dancing with the Stars. ABC. Uh, who else? Oh, yeah, the uh, the co-creator of PeopleofWalmart.com, Luke Weary. <laughs> yeah. Very funny website. And, uh, and he says later on there's going to be a couple of special pictures. Up yeah, yeah, a cup. Yeah, a cup. A miniature horse or something like that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, our good friend uh, Dave Simpson from the Van Octane. Hey! Uh, they have a benefit show tomorrow night for David Sale, and it's at Whiskey Tango. And you can go to davidsale.bbnnow.org to uh, help contribute to that or just go to the event tomorrow night. And uh, the ladies that are here with the large boobs, I yeah. forgot their names. Oh, yeah, Miss Hussey. Miss Hussey. 
I see. Yeah, and uh, Andrew's Fund. Uh, there is a, a beef and beer at Brownies Twenty Three Saturday night. That's correct. Thirty dollars to get in the door. Fifty dollars for a couple, and uh, and it goes to a really good benefit. And there are a lot of a uh, lot of charity events that are going on. This is a, that time of season for some reason when people start to organize really a lot of charity events. It, it is. We get it, to as many as we can. We, we can, yeah, we can't do all of them, but uh, the Fallen Heroes Block Party is going on today and tomorrow. Maggie's on the River, Delaware. And uh, uh, Linden Avenue in the Northeast, and there's $30 draft beers, free hot dogs for kids, Blackthorn and Lecompte. Proceeds benefit the FOP Survivors Fund, and it's, it's happening. Great charity. Rain or shine. It's a bye weekend for the Eagles on Sunday, so a lot of charities are happening on Saturday and right. on Sunday as well. And there are many, many fun charity events posted on the community page of PrestonandSteve.com and on uh, WMMR.com, so check both those places. Cool. And what's on the way today, Piao? First of all, I want to uh, salute Octane. Those guys are there every time yeah. there's a cool thing going yep. on. They do so much community yeah, service. Yeah. They're just a great band. And uh, uh, they've helped out us on many, many occasions. On uh, my this uh, my little program today, I will have a workforce block of The Who. I will have Nirvana. I will have Stevie Ray Vaughan. we got to wow. do a full workforce block of him. It's his birthday today. Nice. Or this weekend, it's going to be his birthday. So uh, And Vinyl Cut and the 500 bucks coming up uh, very shortly, if you can guess the theme in Four of a Kind. I will be tuned in, so make sure you stick with PR. i got to thank our sponsors, uh, Independence Blue Cross, here for you every step of the way. And also Community College of Philadelphia. Go to ccp.edu for information on their October 17th open house. Uh, and I also want to thank Steve Morrison for his lyrical genius of the Cantina <laughs> song <laughs> from Star Wars. <laughs> I'm going to laugh all day about that. Uh, tomorrow on the show, in our studio, you want to hear Kathy scream? Dr. Oz. Yay! Yeah. Dr. Oz from Ozzy's Oprah Winfrey will be here. Yay! I can't wait to meet him. Tomorrow, is your mom coming in? Yes, yeah, she is. Nice, oh, no God. All right, well, anyway. So uh, he'll be joining us, and we may have a couple other guests, which we'll uh, tell you about tomorrow morning. Yeah? Yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah cop. <laughs> All right, so that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Nick, the Phillies have uh, just clinched the NL East. They got to go to the game tonight. It's one step, so this is for you, Preston. Uh, they did it. They they did it. This part. They got more to do. I love you, Phillies. Next message. The third <laughs> year in a row, NL East division champions. Good job, Phillies, wrapping that shit up tonight. Get some much-needed rest. Get ready to take over these playoffs again this year. Go Phillies! Next message. After two and a half years of having things thrown at me, having somebody scream in my face every day, and going home crying almost every single night, I'm walking in on this lovely morning to tell my head boss I quit! God, what is you I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.